0: Today on the Av Podcast, I haven't uh, put my stamp down on the 50th anniversary of hip-hop as yet, uh, which at least in my mind, we're going to be celebrating it all year and not just in this past August. And I wanted to do things a little differently. Um, I'm going to celebrate different moments within hip-hop. So that means different moments, different albums, and eras for the next few months. Uh, But I don't want to celebrate what everyone else is celebrating, like top 50 lists and everything else, because quite frankly... Everyone has literally done those things to death. It's almost like we're reading from the same script. Um, so just to change things up a little bit, I'm gonna start with this classic album from Outkast that helped to change the game and influence future artists. Um, we'll get to that within the course of the show, of course, which of course I'm speaking about Speaker Box, The Love Below, a legendary double album that debuted in late September, 2003 um so i guess we're also celebrating the 20th anniversary that as well but i want to dive into this in light of andre 3000 dropping that unexpected flute album and people having their say on it it just inspired me to have this discussion about that double album uh because that flute album was as much as it was unexpected as we can get when you really think about it it reflects the same spirit of the whole career right they always came left and andre I guess in the last couple of weeks, represented the essence of that. With that said, though, I want to talk about Speaker Box. So I'm joined by a friend of the podcast, DJ Chris Nice and DJ Keo, as we discussed that album. But in particular, we discussed the importance of the lead singles, the enigma that is Andre 3000, Three Stacks, <laughs> um, the impact of this duo on hip-hop, and our initial impressions of the group when they came on the scene. How much money they're potentially leaving on the table by not touring for their catalog. And we, like Outcasts, we go outside the box and take this discussion all over the place. So please enjoy this one. We hope you do. We definitely, definitely had a good time with this one on our end. And with that said, you know that South Shirav is available wherever you listen to podcasts. Hit that like and subscribe buttons. Click on all of the five stars for me. And check out my catalog over at SouthSharaf.com. One more time for the emphasis, that's South Sharav. .com. It's the Av podcast with Cal C on South Sharaf Radio. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much, thank you very much. Welcome to the Av podcast with Cal C on South Shurab Radio. Welcome to the Av podcast where we are here to discuss the 20th anniversary of outcast speaker box the love below the fifth album from outcast as well as the biggest and most popular album out of the catalog um before i dive further let me introduce my guests today they are friends of the podcast they've both been on my shows both separately and together but the ones that they're together on are the most enjoyable at least for me because the, the the pre and post game podcasts are usually as riveting as what as what you hear they're elastic girl on the official R&B fantasy draft last year, uh, which you can feel free to dive into that series. Please welcome DJ Chris Nice and DJ Keo back on the Av. How you guys doing tonight? Good. What man, up, dude? Good. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, all right, let me let, let, let me let me get back into it. Um, let me take you back to around this time, 20 years ago. Um, it was actually a good time in hip hop. Uh, 2003 was the year 50 Cent took over the world. He was literally everywhere. Aftermath was raining on everything. Rockefeller was entering their swan song era, only we didn't know it had at the time. Kanye West was still just producing for everybody, and everybody loved him. And Little John and the <laughs> Crunk Era was ruling. And and, and then Outkast, who by no means are, are a small group, they were already legendary by this time. They came in, in the back door mm-hmm. with a double album, but unlike the double CD uh, that we... Was that? <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, it's gonna be a good podcast, I can feel yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> uh <laughs> but, but but unlike the double CDs before that, uh, they made two separate albums, Speaker Box being the big boy album, The Love Below being the Andre three thousand side. The album became a supernova due to the lead singles, The Way You Move, and Hey Ya. Both songs went number one on the U.S. Top 100 Billboard. Roses, that was, that was their third single, went on to be in the top 10. Not only did this album debut number one, with uh, they went gold their first week, and they stayed on and off the, um, the top of the billboards for seven weeks. It has gone on to be certified diamond. I didn't even know that till tonight. It went certified diamond yeah. selling 13 million albums overall right now. And it went on to win the best rap album and surprisingly, but deservedly, they won album of the year at the Grammys. So before we go on further about the album, I think it's equally important to, to bring it back to the beginning a little bit, because this group was so unconventional that we can't just dive into the album ahead first because to, to get the speaker box, the love below, we have to acknowledge how we even got to love them because for a while they were an acquired taste. So, uh, which, whichever one do you guys want to start? But what were your impressions of Outcast initially before you, like, what you started hearing about them? Right, let's start. Let's start off with, with Chris.
1: So we go with Keo. I want to hear Keo's point. Okay,
0: damn it, go, <laughs> go, go, Keo. He doesn't want the mantle. You take it. Okay, hey, I'll, I'll say this. I'll admit this. the The first
2: album um, was the Southern Playlistic. I didn't like the album. Because I mean, I'm, I'm full on East Coast, you know, Biggie, yeah. Jay Z, all that stuff back then. Mm-hmm. And so, like, when I listened to it, I was like, oh, there's a couple of songs I like, but overall, I just wasn't feeling it. And to me, I never really became a fan of theirs until atl Elliott. That's when, crap, you know, these guys are phenomenal. And, you know, the thing that's really wild about because the uh, Southern Playlist came out in like, '94, yeah. I think '94. Yeah. That's, that was in same time for music. Because he had it Snoop. you really was... had Wu-Tang. There was so much stuff Competition was stiff, man. Yeah, it was tar- like So for, for me, musically, it kind of got brushed to the side. And then um, I heard Elevators. And I was like, yo, mm-hmm. the hell, man. The South is killing right now. Yo, my and man, your the, cousin, the, too. Yeah. that oh, The moment dope. they went on the, was it the Source Awards? And, and Andre said the South has something to say. That changed everything for music,
0: completely changed. It really the game. did. It really did, actually.
2: So, yeah, yeah, that was a huge deal. You know, it was the East Coast, West Coast beef was still going on. Yeah, shoes are battling out in the, in the uh, and everywhere.
1: Sadly, but true.
2: Yeah, and and here comes this guy from the south doing you know this country twang stuff, and they got they got like like live musicians, and they they're doing st- everything's different. So I think that's the best part about it was that they stood out. Like it was something that it didn't fit it. Cause you know, everybody's copying each other, trying to do make stuff that sounds like Dr. Dre or make stuff that sounds like Wu Tang or whatever. Like everybody's trying to do something. And here comes these guys with the the Southern style that they just, it is the perfect timing too. Like if they came out any other time, it probably wouldn't have worked. Cause yeah. you know, they, everybody's kind of, hate, the music industry is full of haters. <laughs> and and so, you know, like somebody being creative, it's not welcomed at all. And and this thing here is that that style it works, man. It just works. Yeah. But I, truthfully, I was I was not a fan until the second album, and then that's when I I came on board and I was like, okay, okay, but, um, yeah. I, I was, that's my take on it okay. for sure.
0: So you're you're a hater then? Okay, well, you, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Andre come out with
1: this flute, like yo, what you say? <laughs> well, hey, well, listen, man, you, then you're not gonna like what I have to say, then, because I I kind of wanted Kyo to go first, so I wouldn't start start this off negative. <laughs> you know, i game. sorry, Kyo, Ke- sorry, Keo, but I figured, you know what? I'm gonna let somebody else walk the plank and be like, damn, these sharks are tearing him up, and I might be able to swim to show when I when I jump off. <laughs>
2: I feel
1: you, man. I feel you. Because, <laughs> listen, I was the exact same way. When they came out, I was East Coast, like, everything. Yeah. You know, I love certain other regions, too, but I was I was heavy East Coast. I was like, man, what is this? And I got the album, you know, I got the album uh, sent to me, and I remember going through it, and I was like, eh. You know, and I kind of yeah. just put it to the side. I, it, 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 didn't, It didn't, like, hit me at all. It wasn't on my radar at all. And you're right, it was um, AT Aliens. When I heard the same thing, like Elevators, I was like, what
0: the hell is this? Yeah, I was like, what that, is this? That, that and it got my full attention. That song was such yeah. a monster. Full attention. Because even, cause even, full not, attention, that, even man. at that time with the stiff competition, that song rose to the cream, the, mm. the cream of the top, right? Like the cream Ooh. went, to the, went to right to the top for that it's yeah. just this vibe that's what honestly it was the vibe it's a great it's yeah still a but great you know it's that's, that's a timeless record to be honest with you yeah but
1: you know what's funny oh, yeah. you know what's funny that album that track actually made me go back and pick up the first album and and listen <laughs> to it again i actually Definitely. i actually remember going back and and saying i actually forgot i had the, i had the first album and i remember finding it one day in my basement i was like oh shit and I remember playing the tracks like okay, and I gave them a chance. But the first album, I can't even lie. I was like, man, what is this? <laughs> I just put it aside. That's
2: mm. what it was. Yeah. The, the timing, man. The, everybody was like, kind of like, man, guys are all right. They're different. It's whatever.
1: Like, but Macio, they
2: went gold.
1: But Kio, I thank you though because you know you walked <laughs> out there, took the bullets, and then we took off. <laughs>
0: It's true, though. You you use K.O. as a meat shield.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You know? (laughs) That's the thing, though. Especially for us, because we're, I guess, technically East Coast Mm -hmm. in Toronto. Like, we're... I don't know. Like, we're... Our music taste was definitely, like, New York. Oh, yeah, for sure. All New York.
0: It's East Coast driven. Yeah, 100%.
2: Like, I appreciate the West Coast people, especially, like, you know, like, Dre and... like, the the West Coast style. I I appreciate it, but... It wasn't, I was still East Coast. Like, it, it just was a thing for me. And, I, I don't and Outcast is this middle somewhere. Like they weren't West, they weren't East, and Atlanta was just trying to figure out what their sound was. And I I don't think they really found their sound until AT Aliens.
0: Yeah, I think that's when they became like outcasts. They, they had a nice intro though because, I, let's see, I'm a little different from the two of you guys. Well, mm-hmm. I shouldn't say that totally because yes, I was living in Montreal at, at, at that point. So completely mm-hmm. East Coast driven, completely East Coast driven. But I yeah. got I got to give him a shout out to to, to one of my uh, family members, South Shore family member uh, Kevin W. Because I was and I was giving him the story a few weeks back that I said because I was telling him this, the the idea that I had for to do this that this episode. I was telling him that. Mm-hmm. He was the one that actually in- introduced me to Outkast. So, so what we used to do when um, any one of us used to go to New York, right? There would be some guys that would be like, "Yo, here's a hundred dollars, Keo. I want, I want mm-hmm. Timberlands. I want this. I want that. Give me, give me a fat brown <laughs> yeah, yeah. sweater. You know, you, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, right I know. I I know. We you. did it all. We all did it too. But, but <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah. I was the guy that would give you a blank ninety-minute tape and be like, "Yo, take me, tape Hot 97 for me, right? I mm-hmm. just I just want to hear yeah. hot ninety seven. I just want to hear what the hottest songs are at that time. I was I was I didn't care about the clothes. I wanted the music, right? Yeah, I was same
2: way. I was exactly yeah. The same
0: I, way. I just I give you one two you know whatever. And even if I didn't give it to you, make sure you tape it so I can tape it off you after, right? When you when you came yeah, back, I used, so, I used to
2: record the music videos. Yeah, um, oh, that too. That that's too. One hundred percent. Yeah, that, that too. I came really. there
0: tapes for the music videos. Yeah, video music box, all of it. Like that's yeah 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 all yeah, of yeah. It, all of it all of it, but. Kevin, he came back home and he he brought back one of them Hot 97 tapes and it had Southern Playlisting. But for some reason, I mm. guess he didn't. It like, was one of those things where he just recorded and just let it record for whatever show. Mm. But it had Southern Playlisting on it. And I remember listening mm. to it and being like, in the midst of all that stuff, I was like, yo, I, I kind of like this. It's for some reason, you know, mm. after a while, you just keep playing it over and over, the tape over and over. After a while, you're like, yo, I, I like that song. And then when I heard Player's Ball, I was like, Yo, player's yeah. ball isn't bad either. I don't, <laughs> I don't mind this either. And then when they heard... Um, player's ball was fire. Yeah, player's ball. No, yeah. I was like, yo, that, that, that shit is all right. I like this too. And then when they came up with um, get up, get out, and get something, I was like, yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yo, I, I like these guys. Like, it, And everybody was looking at us like weird. Like, Who the fuck is outcast? Get out of here. And I'm like, <laughs> there's something about these guys I don't know. I don't know. But I'm like, I, I kind of like them, you know? These guys were always lyrical. That and I think that I appreciate
2: mm-hmm. the when they came out at that time, like everybody was rapping, man. even, even the gangster rappers were rapping. Yeah, yeah, Everybody so got bars. Mm-hmm. Everybody had bars back then. But like for it wasn't them, the, gimmick. From the South, Yeah, you had to step it up. And yeah, they're spitting every album they've been spitting, but like you could appreciate them as being MCs too and as well as entertainers.
0: A hundred a- percent, but at the same time, at least at that time, I didn't appreciate their lyricism mm. yet. I was more yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, me. I was more of like you like the music. I was with the music, with the vibe, with the with with the melodies, with the mm. chorus, and then I get to the lyricism after. You know what I mean? So it was like if the beat hit me, that's what got me. If the vibe got me, that's what got me. So like tribe was I was huge on that. Tribe used to give me such yeah. a great feeling, but then after when I was done and being you know entertained by that. Then I would get into the lyrics and be like, "Oh shit, they're spitting some shit on here." You know what I mean? And that's that's kind of how yeah. it was with Outkast, at least at the beginning and like those early years and stuff. So yeah. So but to to your point, by the time I got to AT Aliens, then everybody was on the bandwagon. Like, <laughs> see, see, we we weren't like we weren't like the um, the die easy fans like Chris, where you know you just you just pick the team that's hot. <laughs> <laughs> we we were on the bandwagon early. We were on early. In Chris's defense, though, it, it, it was just a few of us. It was, he was just a few of us on the bandwagon. It was just a few of us. In Chris's defense, though, he was listening to the
2: stuff before anybody else heard it. That's true too. So, that's <laughs> that you, you you don't have the people like yo, this is fire too, like that in your background. You got you got to listen to it and be like yo, this is hot, it's trash. Yeah, because you got to play time it for this. Because then, times Cause you're you got to play club. it. You there there ain't play no time it. for it. Yeah. You got to figure it out.
0: That's true.
2: And yeah. When you're in a record store or whatever, you're like, this is quick. You got two seconds. It's is good. This is garbage. This is good.
0: That's and true. that's it. Yep. So
2: it, it's just, you've got this time frame to figure out if you like it or not. <laughs> and not even if you like it, if other people are going to like it. Yeah. And especially up here, the people would not like it. <laughs> I can tell you that. Yeah. Especially people.
0: back then, before ATLians, <laughs> before before, uh, yeah, yeah, before yeah. elevators and all that stuff. Yeah, you're right.
2: When I was getting records, like, I got stuff that, I, later on, I got stuff that I liked, but mostly I was getting things that I thought I could play. Right, like that was that was my mentality mostly.
0: Cause you're trying to get so, on.
2: Yeah, yeah. Cause I'm trying to play and do parties and stuff like that. So I'm just thinking about, well, this is a good party song. This is this is whack. And so I didn't I didn't really start listening to albums like just for pure enjoyment until later on. Right. And yeah, like Makes so. It, I mean, the timing was good though. But yeah, for me personally. Like you know, we're listening to Fuchsnickens. Like you know, what I'm saying like Black mm-hmm. Moon. There's that kind of there's stuff. There's
0: so much stuff, man. At that, oh my god, Those are so good days, man. But but think about it's it too. Day. Think about it too. People don't realize their album, the Southern Playlistic album, debuted a week mm-hmm. after Illmatic. So yeah, like that's to tell you. That's that <laughs> to tell you. That's tell you the kind of material that was out at the time. Main
2: source. Like there's so much, there was so much stuff that time. Like just this regular listening stuff. Just just listen to your car, or whatever. Yeah, there yeah, was so you, much you had, stuff. The
0: competition out was time. stiff, man. Yeah, you had to fight through so oh, much god. stuff. Oh my god! And then the stuff from the West Coast before they were beefing was hitting too, because mm-hmm. before, yeah. before the East Coast West Coast thing, the I remember those Hot ninety seven tapes. They were playing some West Coast stuff too. They were showing yeah. them love too. So there they was, I mean, they, they, they just, yeah, you're right. The competition was it was it was fierce, man. Well, but the you know, see what um, regional
2: so like you, but people, it, there wasn't a real lot, a lot of crossover between the areas. Like I didn't, I never listened to southern stuff or west coast stuff unless I went down there.
0: Mm. Like
2: everything was kind of stuck into your area. You're right. You really have the internet yet. And you know so what? So I, 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 I wouldn't blame us.
0: I kind of <laughs> missed that a little bit too, where like you go to like certain places mm-hmm. and they have a certain sound, and you're not going to really hear uh, it other places. I, I I did like that about like the '90s and stuff. Where you go to New York, yeah. and it's like you heard certain songs that you didn't hear anywhere but New York. As big as New York mm-hmm. was, there's still certain guys you wouldn't like. It would, at least it wouldn't come out right away. It was just stayed in New York, or if you went to if you went down south, you only heard that stuff there. You know what I mean? It's,
2: it's, yeah, well, because other thing too, we're getting the mixtape. So like, you know, you got Clue and these guys, right? Like, it's just a uh, you. You could only get that if you lived in New York or you're around New York. That's all you could get. That's true. And, and so, you know, there was, there was no Spotify. It just, what's in your area? Cause they, I don't think they had distribution for the whole, like all of America yet. Like it was, it was just unique stuff to the area. Yeah. It's a huge factor. I said, I think, I think it took so long for them to blow the way they
0: did. Man, you you brought up elevators, man. you I forgot, you forget wow. how much of a monster that was, man. Holy cow. Yeah. That song was crazy when I came out, man. But I, I want to talk a little bit about, you know, looking back now in terms of the speaker box of Love Below, like when they fi- oh. they elevated to to ATL to Quemini, which is a which I mean, I got five mics of the source at the time. That was a classic um, to uh, yeah. to Stankonia, which had some some bangers on that, you know. So when they finally got to, to, to this album now, right, the speaker box in Love Below, looking back, how, how important were those lead singles in the videos for this album? In terms of the way you move and hey ya. it was a huge deal because
2: people were panicking about like are they breaking up? What are they doing? Mm. And like it kind of gave confidence that Outcast is still Outcast, but it's different. Like it's supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. uh, there's something about it. Like there, those two songs could be more different than each other. <laughs> like, I know. Like they're not in the same universe, and. Like big big boy was giving you the don't worry I still got rap on here don't worry I still, I still my boy's jumping crazy over yeah. here but it's all good like <laughs> <laughs> there's something about that I don't know like I I like both of those singles and for me I was like okay I gotta buy it now when I heard him because Hayat mm-hmm. really? is a I, wild song man <laughs> it is a wild song
1: I it's thought I thought it was music. genius though yeah like,
2: it's me, though it's me genius. personally I thought Absolutely. it was
1: genius because it showed that. What I liked about it is it showed that they weren't just rappers. Yeah. They were they're in a whole different atmosphere. Like most, most people I listened to back then, like rappers that I listened to, they were just rappers. You know what I mean? Like like yeah. you listen you listen to like a gangster, uh, guru's not trying to do like what sounds like <laughs> top forty. You
2: know yeah, what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. Even though he try to do jazz, but but when they came out with, with like hey uh and mm-hmm. you know um, the way you moves uh, to me, it just showed the level that they were on, and why the name Outcast was perfect for them because they weren't mm-hmm. here to be what you what you're used to. They were coming from a whole different realm, and to show you that the mind works on like in so many different ways. You don't just have to be trapped in one lane. Mm-hmm. You know they weren't afraid to show it. I I gained so much respect for them when he came out oh, yeah. with it. Hey, uh, when I heard that song, I. Like, my respect for, like, the whole group, but Andre especially. I was like, okay, this brother is different. He's not just here to be a rapper. He's he, he, You know what it reminds me of? Um, I say the same thing about CeeLo. I love mm-hmm. CeeLo because you know how much people don't know CeeLo was a rapper? I when yeah, I see younger yeah. people sometimes, they go, wait a minute. CeeLo was a rapper? And I'm like, yo, that's genius right there. He showed you
0: and a nice rapper more too.
1: than yeah and a nice, nice rapper. rapper. You, know, you know what it reminds yeah. me of? I'm not going to name names, but somebody, I was in a studio once back in the 90s when I was doing radio and we were trying to come up with a party. And I remember I started to give my opinion, there was like, like, like a promoter in there and, and we were in the studio and I was trying to come up with some ideas. And I remember somebody in the studio said, yeah, but you can't go on, he goes, Chris, no offense, but you can't go on Chris's like to what Chris is saying, because Chris is just a DJ. Chris isn't a promoter, so he just and I remember sitting there going, "Wow, what a small mind!" Because because I'm a DJ, this person's saying like that's the only lane I could sit in, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And, and that always stuck in my head because even back then I was like, "You're not." Sometimes not all of us are are, are sent here or came here just to do one thing. And people mm-hmm. who think like that, if you pay too much attention to them or listen to them, you don't give them the other sides of you. So what yeah. I loved about what I loved about Andre is, is he showed you. I don't care what what everybody else thinks. I'm going to show you the next side because I remember in a, I saw him in an interview, and he mm-hmm. said a, a friend of his listened to Aya and he said if you put that out, you're finished. Yeah,
0: yeah I saw the interview. I did. I actually he to was watch like that one, the GQ one, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's. I love
1: that. <laughs> I love that because that's that's the common person. Mm-hmm. The you know, stay in your lane. If you're a rapper, be a rapper. If you're a such and such, be a such and such. It's like, you know, like being a DJ. I grew up like R&B, hip hop DJ, but I'm Trini. So my father was a DJ. So you know, b- before me, so I grew up. Even though I did R&B parties back in the '90s, usually when, usually when I when we played the the soca set, it was usually I'm I'm the one who was DJing, who was playing the soca set. But a lot of people yeah, didn't yeah. catch it. So I say that to say this. When I eventually went what I call going back home to, you know, the, the genre you were raised on, I mean, you were raised on everything, but the genre that represents where you're from. When I went to, this, to the soca community now and I joined um, um, like the Revelers with Jamal and them and started doing soca, I had a lot of DJs that weren't happy about that because they looked at me as just an R&B, hip hop DJ, you know, old school funk, this and that. Why am I here playing soca? And I was like, okay, there goes that small mind thinking again. This guy's only here, like me, to do one thing. Why is he over here now? Like anything okay. you do in life, that's the trick. Don't get caught up in what other people think. If you are somebody that can juggle more than one, juggle mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, that's
2: the appeal of the outcasts, is to do crazy yeah. stuff that, that's not supposed Like Think about there. Okay, go back and look at all the singles. Skewed on a Barbecue, apart. Skew. Skewed on the Barbecue. B.O.B. Yeah. Miss Jackson. <laughs> you know, So Fresh, So Clean. Mm-hmm. Hey, I uh, like it. Their singles, they don't match anything that's on the radio at the time. It's true. It's not even close. Yeah. Like Elevator. Yeah. Like, everybody's doing fast songs or faster songs than Elevator. Elevator's coming out a slow-ass song. They're like, F mm-hmm. we're gonna do what we want. <laughs> and it's great. I, I I appreciate more than anything else the fact that they were do they're in their own zone, just doing whatever they felt like, just whatever came yeah. to them at the moment. As long as it like was that, quality, yeah, that that's the I think that's one of the best features about the group because like no one knew what to expect from the the speaker box Love Below. Nobody had any idea what this thing was going to be. Yeah, and when you find out like Big Boy is going to be on one album, Andre is going to be on the other album, and you're like, <laughs> okay, well, how's that going to work?
0: You guys up? Are
2: used to going off each other or whatever. Yeah. And then Andre has the big boy has a I wouldn't say typical, but like a a southern album that's mostly rap. And then Andre has like some kind of play. I, I think it's the best way to describe it. It's kind of like a play yeah. or like a like a theater experience. Yeah. Like a story. Yeah. It's like a whole story. And <sighs> the first time I heard the album all the way through. Initially, I was like, you know, uh, Andre has as album's good, but Big Boy's album's better. The first time I heard it, that was my initial thoughts, and then ever since, I'm like, Andre created a masterpiece that is beyond our years, yeah, on a genius level. Like, it's, like it's so far in advance. Like, people will be studying this for years to come, and then I appreciate Big Boy's album. But I'm like, you had to. Uh, you had to sit down and think about what Andre was doing. Because the first time you hear it, you're just like, oh, okay, here's some song. He's singing. He's rapping. All right." Then you listen to it. You're like, what the hell? This is
0: genius. Yo, and a lot
2: of people weren't album. ready for
1: it just yet, though.
2: They were not ready. They were yeah. not ready. It's <laughs> incredible. Uh, to this day, this uh, this album still in my uh, Apple Music, Spotify. Well,
1: well Keelan, if you think about it, it's, it's, it's about growth, right? Somebody once yeah. told me this. Somebody mm-hmm. once told me this. Um, this brother, uh, Ramadine, where I remember mm-hmm. he said, um, if you take seeds and you throw seeds on concrete, nothing happens to it, right? Mm-hmm. And he yeah. said, but you take those, those same seeds and throw it on fertile soil and it flourishes. To me, that was us. Like, we were, we were concrete at that mm-hmm. time. Yeah, so yeah, guys, yeah. Like, guys like him, guys like Celo, they come along and sometimes they come along to where we're still concrete. So whatever they, yeah. they, they bless us with, we're like, man, what the hell is this? Because we're not open yet. But as soon as our mind gets more open, now yeah. we get it. Now it's like, yo, hold on. Like, like, this is some hot shit. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. all it is. Our minds our minds opened up. We went back to what our parents, you know, listened to, what our, what our grandparents listened to. You know, we created rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Right? So, and then, I mean, think about this. We created rock and roll. And But then somebody comes and throws something at us that sounds like rock and roll. And we're like, what the hell is this? Because we're, yeah. we're so caught up in a, in the hip-hop lane at the time.
2: Right. It's supposed to be in a yeah. box somewhere. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah. Mentally, it's got to be in a box. It's got to fit somewhere neatly. And Outkast yeah. does not fit. They don't fit. I, I would I would equate it to, to Nerd with Don Pharrell and, and yeah. Chad Hugo. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: Their music does not fit. It's not supposed to go in a box. And I appreciate that for them. Like, I, I've gone back and just rebought the albums just to have them. Just to have the vinyl in my house. Yeah. For all of the Age. outcasts and nerds. And nerd. I'm like, this is stuff that I want to appreciate it 20 years from now. Like, give it to the kids kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. like whatever nonsense they're going to be listening to there. And they're like, this is some good stuff your dad wants to listen to. Like, that's that's how I'm looking at it. Because these things are gems. Yeah. Especially outcasts. Those are gems. Like, the. If you go back and watch the music videos, like they they have girls they're twerking and doing all this stuff on there, and these guys are spitting life lessons in their songs. Mm-hmm. So like <laughs> they catch you with this other stuff, stuff, you know, <laughs> big boy saying pimp and all this other stuff, and then Andre's coming here and spitting uh, life lessons about, you know, like um, and Atlians they're talking about like how much money they make, and he said I'm on the same level as you, but you know it's, it's that I forgot the lyrics like. I got more beats than the average man, but I got not enough to last me to the week. That, whatever, I forgot what the lyric was. But like, the whole point, that, that, that lyric, like it hit me in the face. Like, oh, damn, man. Because everybody's yeah. thinking when you become successful, you're going to be safe. You're going to be in your million dollar mansion, you know, like Biggie or whatever. You're untouchable. And you're just going to be chilling. You're untouchable. Life is good. And he's like, I got a daily job, just like you do. I got different problems, just at a bigger level. Mm-hmm. And I mean, these are life lessons, man. All these yeah. albums have crazy stuff in them that, you know, you can change your life if you think about it.
1: But you got to be ready.
2: Yeah, you got to be ready, though. It's a concrete thing.
0: Yeah. You know, just in preparing for this, when I decided to go back and listen to the album again, like I listened to it straight, you know, from front to back for for both sides. And mm-hmm. to your point, Kill, you stole the words out of my mouth. When you listen to the Andre 3000 side, when you listen to the Love Below side, and I'm going to touch mm-hmm. on on more points on this. I'm going to dive a little bit deeper to it a little bit later, but it's just, I'll say that so far to match with you. It's a masterpiece. When you go back and listen to it now, you're like, holy shit. Like this was really yeah. at top to bottom of like an absolute masterpiece. Both sides are c- cinematic, but like that side the yes. real is like just a complete masterpiece. The only thing I'll, I will disagree with you on was that, from day 1 I was on the, I was on the Andre 3000 side. Even though he was singing, yeah. he, I was more like no I don't even know I like the big boy side, but it was just yeah, something yeah. so unique about the Andre 3000 side. You don't you, know you feel like you're listening to something that's that's like historic at the time. You just mm. like I noticed something I don't know what it is, but there's something really special about this side. that I just I just yeah. kept even though and back then like I had it on the the, the um MP3 CDs you know what I'm saying? But it's like I, I always <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I always kept it to the love box, the, the, the love below side. But You know yeah. what's funny,
1: Calvin? I, I I hate to cut you, but what you just said is so true because where I kinda came from is I more felt that there was something different and special about that guy.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So
1: even though I like the group, even though I like mm-hmm. the group, by their second album, there was something about him where I saw him as a as a like almost like a like a um, how could I put it? Like a universal artist,
0: like a rock star. Mm-hmm. I didn't see him.
1: I didn't see him as a rapper. Yeah, I saw him as a rock star. He had a he had a rock star energy to him. Yeah, but he you know? always
2: presented himself. I would say from the second album, from on, the second album, always yeah. present himself as, as something bigger than rap. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you know, for the regular the the regular people, the normies, he's wearing crazy clothes. But like all the clothes and stuff he's doing has something to do with the album. Like it goes along with it. There's a theme going on here, but he's hmm. always presenting himself like that he's bigger than rap, and it's important. Whatever I love he's about that. to say is important. Did you see the interview that um, Andre had? He's talking to. Isn't
0: that GQ? Interview? I think it's the same GQ. Yeah.
2: And he, he's talking to the guy, and he's Andre's telling him how Prince called him, and yeah. he's telling him And about the lounge right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said he's. You're bigger than you realize as far as how important you are. And mm. it's a shame, man. I feel like it's the same way like with Lauren Hill, I feel like we could have got more albums. Of course. Like yeah. It, it of bothers course.
0: me, that was, It, was, it a bothers a shoot, it's me. A sh- <laughs> it's a shooting star with her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's a shooting yeah. star. Yeah, but you know what? Got.
1: But you yeah. know what, don't I, I It's mm. funny. <clears throat> I totally agree with Lauren Hill. Mm. I, and it and it bothered me because I felt we could get we could have gotten more out of lauren hill i never got that feeling with with with, um andre though here's why i always felt like andre where i respected andre is i always felt like he wasn't meant for the industry but he's in the industry so because of that i always felt like if he if he forced another album it might come out as trash and he could only give us another album when he's ready and if he's ever ready and if he's never ready he's like we're programmed to always want more 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 oh, yeah. but sometimes sometimes some people are here to give us like two or one or maybe five yeah. but we want 10 20 and and if you don't they're like man what's wrong with this guy he's a bustle he's this he's that but sometimes that person's only here for a short time and i don't mean life-wise but sometimes their talent is a short window they're gonna give you everything and then they and then, because the industry is so so much not them, they're gonna mm-hmm. step back now. And that's how I saw him. It's almost like it's almost like he went back in the woods. You well, know what <laughs> I mean? Well, well, you know
0: what? Not not yeah. to cut you guys off, but le- let's let's save the Andrew three thousand conversation because that's coming. That's coming. Yeah. I, have a, I have a second Andre <laughs> three thousand. That's coming. Um, I guess. That's fair. That's I guess fair. to answer my own question though, I, I feel like. Um, It was a stroke of genius for those two singles to be released at the same time, because to me, it it tapped Mm -hmm. into a few things. It tapped into um, the uniqueness of the moment, just considering the music that was out at that point. The way you move was to to give credit to to Big Boy. That was a dope video. And the main girl in the video, that was every man's dream. Every man's (laughs) dream. Yeah. Oh, my God. And I remember, (laughs) I remember, I remember buying the King magazine episode That's that, not episode, but I remember buying (laughs) the edition of King magazine just because she was on the cover. I saw it. I literally saw it. I threw it right on the, on the, on the register. Like, ring it up right now. (laughs) Just just come with me. (laughs) Nothing else. Just, just because of that video. And, and, and and I think the story was, it was, I think it was a sister-in-law. It was a sister-in-law. Like, I think he, he had begged her for years to try to do a video, and she finally said, okay, fine, I'll do the video. And then the song was that. huge. Yeah, the song was huge, but her being in the video took it to another level, too. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That was that was every man's dream. <laughs> Go back and watch that video God again. Him. Oh, my God. His, uh... and, and she was like a fitness so, so... model or something. Oh, <laughs> Lord. Okay, all right, let me fat myself off. But I also... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But but also, I think it also, just to, to the points that you guys are making, like it, it reflected the outside-of-the-box point of view that was Outkast, right? And mm-hmm. I yeah. think the different personalities that reflected the two of them, because the way you move was for black radio, it was for the clubs, yeah. it was for the streets, and Hey Ya! was for, for the crossover appeal. It was made for just popular radio. But then somehow mm-hmm. it still affected the streets because it was that great of a record. <laughs> Which didn't make it was sense. Genius. You know I mean? Yeah, just, it, it didn't make sense because you know he's he's
2: playing all the parts in the video. and yeah. it's just such a unique sounding song that he's singing, and you know you can point to anybody and ask them lyrics from the song and they'll know it. Of like, course, there's classic parts of this song that's ridiculous. So just many like parts. This shake it like a sausage. Like all all this stuff. The uh, just there's so much to like. It's, it's, it's weird, man. <laughs> Just going back and listening to it again. It's weird. Like like this, these are types of songs that can come out today and it'll be a hit.
0: Yeah. Right now, twenty twenty
2: three. They would be a hit. Yeah. It didn't it's, matter.
0: It's and
2: not... I that's another thing I appreciate about Outkast. Like their their songs did not they don't sound dated. They don't sound like yeah. they're stuck in the era. Like like a lot of these other rappers, like they that I like. Like I personally like them. And I met a bunch of them, but I'm like this is this stuff is timeless. The speaker box mm. love below is timeless. 20 years from now you can still listen to it and it'll be fine. Yeah. You don't even have to think twice about it.
0: Like we're doing now.
2: That's incredible. Yeah, that yeah. that's incredible.
0: And and I think that's the heart of those two that's those two lead singles. That's why to me it was it's probably mm. one of the most it's it, it's it's unique because you never really see an album that has two uh, lead singles for it their never happens. No, It never happened. No, it happens, never happens. But the fact that they both hit so heavy you know what I mean? It was just yeah. like it just it just took them to like a supernova, like a different planet. Like they weren't on Earth anymore oh. when they when they did that, because even even at that time, it's really impressive for those two tracks to come together like mm-hmm. that, because it washed over everything that was happening at towards the end of 2003, because like I said at the beginning of the pod, like 50 mm-hmm. Cent G unit. In terms of hip hop, they owned 2003. (laughs) They killed it. Yeah, they owned 2003. There was like almost almost nothing else existed in 2003 other than 50 Cent and G Unit. Like that, they they washed over everything, and then the only thing Mm -hmm. that took them off the radar was when, to me, is when Kanye released Jesus uh, Jesus Walks. Like up until Uh, up until well from that time they dropped until Kanye released Jesus Walks, it was all Outkast. Like for everything, not just hip hop, like just everything. Like it was such a monster. Like that's the only thing that kind of maybe took them off the radar a little bit was Jesus walks. But for that six, seven month period, it was all outcasts. And that's, but like I said, that was a good time for hip hop. So mm-hmm. for the fact that they just washed over everything like that and it, they kind of came in the back door. And it was, it was crazy to see. I don't think everyone was expecting it really. No. No, I think they
2: knew the album was coming, but they didn't know what it was going to be, and I don't think they were expecting this. They, that's the one thing. Like every Outcast album has a weird single. That you're like, this is never going to work, and it works. Like, like bombs I over Baghdad be, shouldn't be a, a out hit of my record. <laughs> <laughs> but think about it. bombs over Baghdad should not be a hit record, but it is. It's yeah, a huge record. One it platinum. It's a huge record. <laughs> It's a thing that shouldn't exist. Like it doesn't make sense. It doesn't match anything on the radio. You can't even mix it into anything. No, like the <laughs> tempo. Is so it's such a weird tempo, and and yet it's a hit. You play it, people are gonna dance. Like, it's just a thing. Your it's,
0: kids, your kids will listen to it. You will listen to it. Uh, your mama's gonna listen to it. Yeah. Your auntie's gonna listen to it. <laughs> your grandma's gonna listen to it. People in church might listen to it. Every every yeah. race, color, and creed go listen to it. Like that song was. It, it touched everybody and nobody got tired of it. Like, that was the crazy part.
2: Yeah.
1: But that's the beauty, right? They made music, not just hip-hop.
2: Yeah. Right. Because they're focused on making an album and making art. Because The artists now, everyone's, everybody's moved past, I'm a rapper, they're trying to be in social media, they're trying to be on TV, or right. make, whatever. Everyone's goal is not to be a rapper. It's the next step after. And I think that's why the music's so terrible now, because yeah. everyone's Everyone's already stepped over the first step. They haven't even finished it yet. Which which you need the first step to to make you
0: make you to to, to make you go past the second level.
2: But like all the the greatest artists ever, the first step was the only step. Right. And if anything happened after it because of how big they were, that was great. But the first step was to be an artist. And you know, like Prince is an artist. Like that's that was Michael Jackson, everyone's artist first. They were trying to make a good song, a good album, yeah. whatever.
0: Michael Jordan, today, basketball music player. just
2: Basketball, same thing. The,
0: the shoes became like the, the shoes only because be, of who he was.
2: Yeah. Uh-huh. But the goal wasn't to make some shoes
0: and right. get a
2: deal with Nike. The goal was to be a basketball player and win. Right. And, they, you know, that culturally, everybody's jumped over, you know, 18 flights of stairs to get to the next level. <laughs> and you didn't even finish the first step yet, you didn't even get on the first step yet. Dude, I was was trying to manage some artists and and get them signed, and all of them all were like, well, you know, once we get this album out, I'm going to be on TV, and I'm going to go do this. And I'm like, get the album out first. (laughs) What are we doing here? That was the mentality for everybody. I was like, well, once we get over this, we're going to do this other thing. And, like, that's a huge loss that we have from music, is that no one wants to be an artist.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, no, it's, for sure. It's a whole new deal. For sure, but but it's funny because like with Hayana and and, and I, I just believe that like there was no other, there was no artist that could have gotten away with making that record or even have the balls to try to get away nah. with that. And I as think far that's, as rap music, maybe Celo,
1: maybe, maybe Celo. I
0: don't, but I don't know though because and and I think I think Celo
1: Celo could have I think Celo could have pulled it off,
0: but. Yeah, you know what?
2: You're, yeah, you're but prob- that's you're probably from right. the... But that's afterwards, Yeah, you know, no, Chris was right, but, but that's because of them, he could do that. Right, yeah, exactly. Like they came first and then made the mm-hmm. lane to do that, make that a possibility. Right, yeah, like, exactly. there was no other rap artist that was trying to think of an album like this. Yeah, that's true. Or did, not even just... Pre- Forget this album, like the other previous albums before that. There was no artist gonna make a weird single like you know whatever they're doing and not even weird weird's a wrong term for it but like a different different song that i mean it, it, it was risky it yeah was, it was
1: it was that really. could have been co- like career ending.
2: yeah absolutely. You know? but like you know like a like <laughs> rosa parks is a wild song man
0: yeah
2: i really got sued for it which is ridiculous i still don't like that lawsuit but like it's a wild song that doesn't match anything and
0: and, and and what about the, what about spotty yaddy spotty Addy, that that balocious or whatever it's Dope-licious. Dope-licious. Yeah. Like that, yeah. again what hip-hop song is making <laughs> artists is making a record like that that and that and that and that shit Insane. you can you you you're still playing that now you can still play Honestly, that right that's, now that's my favorite song
2: from the album to be honest oh no it's
0: ridiculous it's, rid- that, it's
2: ridiculous i just i listen to that song. i just vibe out listen to it I'm like yo this is crazy and the trumpets come on. I'm like, yo. Yes. <laughs> it's a, it's a feeling you get. Like, it, instantly, when I hear it, it takes me right back to when the album came out, when I bought out yeah. album. Instantly. And uh, like, it, there's not a lot of music. You know, like when you, when you hear Michael Jackson like off the wall or something like that, it just takes you back to what you, back. where you were yeah. as a kid. Yeah. Like, that's this is what these songs do for me. They instantly take me back. And that's why it's on my phone. I still play them today. Because... Yeah. I, I love that feeling I got when I listened to it, like what I was doing, like just everything about it. It feels it's good. It's funny.
1: When you say when the horns came in, um, my mm-hmm. favorite part about that, that song is, is was the instrumental. Yeah. 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 I used to sometimes just play the instrumental at home and just sit mm-hmm. back and listen to the instrumental like I was listening to jazz or something.
0: Yeah.
2: It's got, it's got such a crazy feeling to it. I, the organized noise doesn't get enough credit or appreciation
0: like no, they, they they, you don't. know,
2: they're they're involved in this. They they set this up, and
0: oh, I didn't like, know as that. As far
2: as the production crew, yeah, yeah, they did. They, they're so vital to the sound of the outcast Like the first three, four albums, they oh, did
0: absolutely. It.
2: And then you know, Andre took Whoa. over production really, but like organized noise. They're so
0: important to the sound
2: for all of all of the 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 uh, crew. You know, like yeah, because yeah, everybody in the crew.
0: Goody Mob and all of them too, right? Like Goody yeah. Mob and yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, they're very important to the to to the to the South. This is it Dungeon Family? Dungeon Family, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. they're Very important. But the Enigma, and I guess this is why I want to. I, I was saving the the Andre part for we've been talking mm. about him, but we got to talk about him some more <laughs> because he's an Enigma, yeah, right? Because I, I at yeah. that point in, in Andre's career, he, like to me, he forever solidified himself as a rock star because hey, yeah. And everybody loved him as his eccentric character. But, and I know we were talking about them being lyricists and stuff back then. But did you expect him at from that point on to make this pivot to be recognized as one of the greatest lyricists ever? Because, no, because, I, because, I, because I, no. I could because, say no. Because I think people, that's no. how people see him now. No. Yeah, yeah. I, I, like I would say,
1: I didn't expect it, but I knew he was different. I just, I, I wasn't sure, like, for me to sit back and go, oh, I expected Andre to be, like, you know, who he became. This and I'd be lying. But I, but I can't. But I'm telling the truth when I say there was something about him that was different, you know? So what 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 you kind of pulled me song. to him, yeah, what pulled me to him is I like different. I'm one of those guys I don't like to hear everybody sounding the same. Yeah. So, like, that's why hip-hop, like, today bothers me. I like uniqueness. I like people that step mm-hmm. out on that limb and you don't know what's gonna happen to them. Kinda like how I how I made uh Keo step out on the limb to start up the show. Yeah,
0: right, right. Like, <laughs> I, yeah. you got to meat shield in that part. <laughs> <laughs> but but I,
1: I like when people step out on the limb and it's like, listen, what I'm about to do right now, I might be finished. Like I might I might I might be wiped out. You may not even know of me next year, but it's who I am. And I got to show you who I am. Otherwise I can't function properly. So because of, because this is who I am, I got to do it. And then they do it. And you know, I love people like that. So I, I sent something different with him. I just didn't know if he was going to hit a wall or if he was going to become a rock star, but he definitely had rock star energy. You know what I mean?
2: That's the crazy part about it was that he's always been spitting. And I think people appreciated him, but they didn't think of him as like, it was always the Jay Z Biggie Nas kind right. of thing. Right. But like Andre deserves to be in that conversation. He's got bars upon bars on every album. Without yeah. fail, too. Yeah. And and his like if he does a guest star on something, he's been crazy. Yep. yep. And yeah, it's a shame that he 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 hasn't gotten his flowers like that more. 'Cause he's gotten it, like, you know, for us, we're old heads now. So for us, we're like, yo, Andre, put him in that thing. But like, you know, people are talking like, Oh Lil Wayne's better or whatever, but like I don't I don't see that. I, I see I see Andre as one of the best that's ever stepped to a microphone on I agree. so many levels. Yeah. Cre- creatively, as one level, lyrically, for for bars, that's another level. And you know, like just doing the music and all that other stuff. Like, just there's so much stuff, so many facets to it that it, it's a shame that people don't look at it like that. But he other thing too is like that if you're not an Outcast fan, you probably wouldn't think of him like a, a lyricist. But he mm-hmm. is.
1: He is and definitely. It,
2: yeah, and I, I think definitely. that's a, it's a disservice to him because I mean, even, even Big Boy Spits, but like yes. it's a disservice to Andre that. That. He's he's not looked at it like that. It's the same way I look at um, Dog Pound. Oh, like the people don't look at Dog Pound as spin, but yo, corrupt is yeah, a monster is on the microphone. Yep.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah.
2: And you oh, know, yeah. we don't Set appreciate because they're doing gangster rap, but like yo, corrupt is a monster.
1: Yeah.
2: He doesn't get called up like this. It does not make any sense to me.
1: Like I I agree. You know you know what um oh, wow this just came to mind um mm-hmm. outcast kind of also you know kind of reminds me of outcast also when i used to see two of them perform one just felt like 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 a rock star like he had the mm. rock star energy to me it was most and uh mm. Yeah.
0: when i used to, when i
1: used to watch those two something yeah. about most instantly yep. i gravitated towards most yeah. something about him like instantly i was like there's something about this guy's energy gives me mm. rock and roll energy I yeah. like I love Talib. Don't get me wrong, I love Talib. Yeah, but something yeah. about most, I was like, "Yo, this isn't a regular dude right now." And Super when I heard how they move with talented. the, when Super I heard, talented. yeah, when I heard how they move with the with the bookstore, like when they bought the bookstore and the, mm. it's like it it further confirmed that this brother's different. You know, yeah. even though it was two of them involved, it was still like I was still like, this brother's different. You know, if given the chance, this guy's gonna shake shit up. You know yeah. What I,
2: mean? yeah. I, I mean there would be a Kanye without these two guys.
1: Yeah. No.
0: They
2: they're vital to his growth to be a rapper. As well vital- as Andre. Yeah. yeah. As yeah. well
0: as Andre actually too, right? Yeah. And and to your most point like I um I came across some Michael Jackson video from the 90s or something like that. And I didn't realize I forgot what the video was. It was almost like a Halloween video, music video. I I was I wasn't listening to Michael Jackson at that point. This is like mid 90s. And and most mm. deaf was in the video, most yeah. deaf was in the video, <laughs> acting in the video. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I can't remember the name yeah. of the song, but I, yeah, I know what you're talking about. You, know what I you can't remember talking the song, about, right? Yeah,
2: yeah, I know what you are talking about. And
0: he had like a big speaking role in it and stuff. And I'm like, yo, wait, a minute. I'm like, yo, is that most deaf? And I looked again. I'm like, yo, that's most deaf. And then uh, between between <laughs> wow. the acting and like, cause even acting, cause even there, there's a movie and forget like the Italian job and all that stuff, like. He's yeah. in a movie called Something the Lord Made, where he's basically like playing the role of, um, of a, of, um, he's playing the role of like an assistant to a, to a, a white doctor back in like the 40s and the 50s. Yeah, I, know, this, what you, you I know, know what you're talking, talking about, right? Where he was the one that yeah, was actually mm-hmm. doing yeah. all the, all the surgeries, but the white guy was getting the credit for it. And then he finally, like, couldn't do the surgery yet. He had, he had to call him from out the janitor room to help him with the <laughs> surgery. But most yeah. of them was playing that role. And I'm like, yo, like, this guy should have been a supernova himself.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, when you talk about him, like, he was yeah. in
0: a, 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 a disgusting <laughs> talent, like, such a talented actor. He was in, he did mm-hmm. stuff with the yeah. Cosbys. And, like, he, like, yo, the guy mm-hmm. was super talented. Can you say Cosbys? Anyway, yeah. we could, yeah, <laughs> he yeah. <did> super <laughs> <stuff>. <laughs> he, did, he was Fair such, such a, a talented <laughs> dude, you know, such, such, a, mm-hmm. such a but talented I,
1: but dude. But I think that, but that's the beauty about life that I think there's people that's sent to this planet Oh, that's either asked to come to this planet or sent to this planet that's different. And sometimes, because we're, we're so caught up in our ego and our bullshit, we don't realize that there's people that's walking amongst us that's different. So sometimes you see it and you sense it. We, we even have friends like that. You know, like, you have certain friends that you've met in your lifetime where you're like, yo, this, this brother's different and he may not excel a high level but you knew he could have like we have a friend of the family's he was a friend of my father's junior calvin Mm
0: -hmm.
1: like this guy could talk shit it was like it was like hanging with like um with like eddie murphy and i was like how Mm -hmm. how was this guy never put on stage like nobody tried to convince him to go on stage and he wouldn't even try it was just bang 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 if you insulted him before your lips closed he had a he had he had an insult coming back for you (laughs) <laughs> it, it's like once you're around him it's like he just talks so much smack and even to this day he's like well he's got to be like in his six, like late 60s seventy, whatever even to this day when you talk to him he talks pure jokes it's pure shit talking so you re- you start to realize there's people that's here that's different and if you mm. if you don't get in their way you can like they can shake up the world but a lot of them get distracted and they you know people put them back in the box <coughs> yeah you it's know just I mean? self-inflicted most yeah. death
2: is self inflicted. I'll be honest, <laughs> and Talib—they're both self inflicted. They could have yeah. been bigger than they were.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Most death. Most definitely it. feels like he could have been a a lot further. A lot yeah. further. You know. Oh yeah.
2: Musically, because yeah, his soul album was phenomenal. Oh,
1: yeah. listen! I couldn't stop playing that. I, I remember I went to a music conference, and I that song helped me through the music conference. The Three four days <laughs> I was at the music conference alone. I must yeah. have played that song in my headphones like a thousand times, man. You know, I. I you there. talking about Umi says? Yeah, I loved it.
0: You say that you, again. You talking about Umi says? Yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah.
2: Yeah, as I say, there's a bunch of songs on that album. Mathematics. Oh no, it's there's a, a, it's a classic. That's
0: a that's a certified. Mathematics. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Absolutely. Yeah.
1: My fa- You know, one of my favorite is off that album too. It's um, it's uh, Mister Nigger and New World Water.
2: Yeah! 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 Actually, that, that's brilliant. That song is brilliant.
1: Sit back and listen to the lyrics of that. I mean, yeah, he's, telling sick. he's telling you so much.
2: Yeah, it's like solid information, and it still applies yeah. today, which is incredible. Yep. <laughs> well, well,
1: guys are
0: amazing. To to circle back to to Andre, and this is what I wanted to say too about about the love below. Is mm. I think we were talking about this a little bit, here, I think, but but mm. like listening to that album again. He really was the father to all this emo material.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like, we, oh, yeah. We did talk about it, right? Like, yeah. like to be able to,
0: yeah. to 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 rap about emotions and love and relationships, like human relatable shit. You know what I mean? In a way that we quite haven't heard before to that level. Like he made it because he made it sound so cinematic, like a Dr. Dre. It, like in those terms, to me, he became like the forefather to Kanye West to to Drake. To kick Cuddy and everybody Absolutely. else that came after that, because he spent most of the album singing, and he's not a singer, but he made it work. Like you know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. to to me, my favorite songs, like even back then and until now, was "She Lives in My Lap" and "Prototype." Yeah. Those two Prototype, songs. Prototype, man. <laughs> those two Prototype. songs. Those two <laughs> songs are the most original oh, works that I think we've ever heard in hip hop. It's it's yeah. like it's like it's like Prince and Jimi Hendrix. And and a little bit of George Clinton, you know, got mixed in with some hip hop in a pot. Cooked under slow pressure for an hour and then those two songs came out. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like to me, those it's those a, two songs are like when I listen to back, listen back to it again, especially she listens in my lap and I'm like I'm like, yo <laughs> like, this <laughs> that, this shit is out of this world. That song gets you in the feels. It gets you in the feels listening to
2: it. Yeah, it's, it's so emotional. World. It's out of this world.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's out of this
2: world. And I, I, I miss music like that. Like, it, that, that album takes me back to, like, stuff in the 70s. Like, Marvin Gaye kind of stuff. Like, right. it just takes me back. Like, listening to samples or whatever. Like you just There's something about it that just... It feels interesting. You know, you, you listen to the songs today and it's just a thing that happened and wasted your time. Right. But, like, this album, like, it, it feels like it's something. I I can't explain it, but, like, it's just something that when you listen to it, like you're just like, it takes you somewhere like mentally, it takes you somewhere. And And, you know, you're thinking about it after.
0: And great music is supposed to, is supposed to do that for you. And that's why I said to you before, like to you guys before, where Mm -hmm. sometimes when I listen to music, depending on what the music was, especially if it was on a great level, I didn't always just focus on the lyrics right away, depending on the artist. Yeah. Like it was bigging stuff. I listened to everything, but I listened to the lyrics, definitely focused on that first. But like for certain, or like a Mm -hmm. tribe, for example, it was like, I listened to it to give me a vibe, to give me that feeling. You know what I mean? Yeah, like like, the Midnight Marauders thing. Yeah, and then afterwards, it's like, okay, now now I'll focus on the lyrics. And to me, that's what this was. It was like, it gave you, it gave gave you, like you were feeling something that was like, like I said before, that was, it was historical. You didn't know what it was, but it it just felt so Mm. different that you knew like, this is something that you're going to remember like, you know, 20 years now, later, where we're now doing a podcast about it. But like, That's how you felt like you felt like you're going to be talking about this years later as much as I love. Heya, like those two songs to me are like those are like the genius level songs as well. Like that's on the level of that, too. You know what I mean? At least to me. Yeah, it's because it's a movie like he's talking about like a love, right? It's it's a movie.
1: It's making you think basically
2: layers. Yeah
0: like even the, even the interlude before prototype where are my panties like even that part where the, the him, him and the girl laying in the bed and the girl is like talking about oh my god you know and, and every guys everybody's been in that situation where like you know you talk yeah you after, and the girl's like man you know i messed with you that night and she's like man i thought you were gonna think i was this I was this and that and the guys on the other side and he's like man yo i know she must think i'm this but like yo you know it's not like that you know what i mean and you know, he's yeah, like, yeah. oh, I'm falling in love. <laughs> no, no, I can't fall in love. With you hear in the background, ice cold. You know, like, <laughs> like all that shit is genius. Like, that's real life shit. Yeah. That is real life yeah. stuff that happens every day that we all relate to in one way or another. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You got, you're got, trying to stay hard, but it's like, yo, but I'm falling for this person. Mm-hmm. And and to yeah, me, that's, yeah. that's, like I said, to, for him to use a hip-hop as a platform to show those... Uh, expressive creative talents to do that is to me is like to to your point Chris you're right like it's, it's genius level you know what I mean it's it's a it's a rock star out the box type of thing where it's oh, the like, human
1: like, the, the human element then right mm-hmm. and you he know bought what, in you
2: the know, human element right right a big boy just put out an album I think it was two years ago yeah called the big sleepover right with uh, the with sleepy brown on it that album is fire man <laughs> that mm-hmm. album is spectacular and musically but I mean, we've been talking about, you know, Andre and rightfully so all this time. And, you know, Big Boy slept on, but, like, he's so vital to this group. He really
0: is. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> on a level that, you know, you don't really appreciate until they're not together. But, like, think about this, right? You have a double album and, you know, there's plenty of songs. You could just skip over and just go to Andre's part. But I don't. I play the whole thing through. Yeah. <laughs> Like I never just mm-hmm. skip over just Andre. I always play the whole album from top to bottom, and like I, I don't know. It's something about I think I don't think Big Boy gets enough like credit for being there. because I, I I think that uh, people look at them like I wouldn't say like tribe. It's more like um, nine by nature <laughs> where he had Treach and Vinny. Right, There's right. like a disparity mm-hmm. between the two of them. But like, as far as who you want to listen to. I never look at Andre like that in Big Boy. Like, neither I, I wanted neither him do both I. For them.
0: Neither do I. I agree with you. Neither do I, actually.
2: Yeah, the, the first album is great. The second album is greater, but it's still great. Like, mm-hmm. There's no question about it. I wish, um, you know, because Andre was talking about the last show that they did and how terrible it was, and he was like, I'm on, I'm already on my couch sleeping. Like He's like, I don't even want to mm-hmm. be here. Mm-hmm. And, he checked like, out. Yeah, he checked out. And like that, <laughs> that saddens me because I've never got to see them in concert before, ever. Me, me, me neither. I've been to a bunch of concerts and I've never seen these two guys before. Me neither. I mean, how often were they in Canada? It wasn't That's, a lot. Well, the one
1: time they were supposed to come, I remember they got turned back turned back at the border. Yeah. I, I remember that show. They were supposed to come yeah. and, and they, they couldn't, they, they were supposed to cross over. And I think somebody in their, in their I think the story was somebody in their camp had a record and he, and they didn't clear it. I was like I was like, man, these guys are some good hearted brothers because me <laughs> I would have been like, bruh, yeah I find the airport the <laughs> you know like
2: when we get back <laughs> yep
1: like he would he would have to know like listen, you can roll with us to all these cities but you see when we hit mm-hmm. Buffalo New York and we're yeah, heading yeah. into Canada if it doesn't happen, you got to figure it out from Buffalo New York, bruh. either go to the next city the next u s city we're gonna enter from or go back to the ATL. but you ain't costing me this money you know <laughs> what i mean
2: it, it hurts my heart that i never got to see them perform man yeah it same here it bothers same here me. and i, I mean
1: totally You could agree. probably
2: see big boy d shows but, like i want to see both of them together yeah
1: like just, well, you oh, see um God. it's funny you said that i saw um um ll did the cruise like the the yeah, um the rock, oh, yeah, yeah i remember the rock the, the, the bells rock, cruise the bells. yeah and and i saw big boy um on it, like, performing. He was one of the artists mm-hmm. performing. And I, yeah. I, it was funny because I saw him doing one of their tracks and it was weird, like, you know, like
2: he, he <laughs> had like his, like, his hype, bushes.
1: yeah, like he had his hype man with him, but it's, yeah, it, it's it's it still wasn't the same. You know what, I, I feel sorry for guys like that because De La Soul's gonna always be like that, you know, yeah. if if yeah, a Tribe ever, ever comes out, Tribe is gonna always be like that. There's certain groups, they'll never, it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of like Earth, Wind and Fire. After Maurice yeah. died, Earthman and Fire that's was that's never the same. the same to me. That's not the same. You know what I mean? Even though they had they had people take his place and stuff, that voice just wasn't there. That's how it felt seeing Big yeah. Boy on the stage. It was like, yeah, there's somebody missing though. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, Wu Tang, yeah. same
2: thing. with ODB, like it's not the same. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's like, I true. Think his
2: son is performing now, but like, it's just not the same. Yeah,
0: it's not the same. I, I've
2: seen I've seen Wu Tang performing like not having ODB there it's just ugh doesn't feel right
0: did, did you see them with like the whole ODB? time you're
2: watching it like no I, yeah I saw them with ODB back okay. in the day
0: yeah I never did
2: and and to see them now it's like ugh it's not, it's not right
0: man of them don't feel right
1: yeah yeah it's and, sad because uh, the other the, like the people you we're talking about mm-hmm. like their partners passed yeah you know so it's hard so, when your partner didn't still do it though that's the problem yeah.
2: more than anything else that it, it angers me they can still do a show. Hold on, yeah. a show, it was hold, still out. Hold the thought. Hold
0: the <laughs> <a> thought. <laughs> we're, we're gonna get to that. We're, we're, gonna, we're gonna get to that. But there's a question I gotta ask you guys though too, because to, well, before I get to that to, to the question, because to me the last song on 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 the Love Below, the Incomplete, to me that that yeah. was the initial seed that was planted that led to the legendary lyrics afterwards, because. From everything from international players' anthem to even the Fonsworth Bentley mm. song, if you remember the Fonsworth Bentley yeah. song for you guys to take yeah, it back, yeah. like that that song is fire because Kanye West is under production. But it's but what, what Andre mm. does to that to to the second half of that song is dumb, right? Mm-hmm. And his skill is so detailed, you know, and it shows you that you know like we we'll let you be creative if you got that gift, and you, and you and you also protect that gift too. You know what I mean? Like, we can yeah. let you we can yeah, let yeah, you be eccentric sure. as long as you're protecting that gift. Like, to, even to take it mm-hmm. to basketball terms, like, we love Dennis Rodman until Dennis Rodman didn't protect the gift of rebounding and defense anymore. Then after that, <laughs> he just became a crazy guy, and now he's a reality TV guy yeah. hanging on for dear life. But but until, you know... Yeah, you yeah, yeah. On. yeah exactly. Like we, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll deal with your stuff as long as you're protecting the gift, but once that gift you, we, mm-hmm. we, you're not protecting that gift anymore. That, that, that's the start mm-hmm. of road. Then we don't we don't take you the, the same way anymore, which and, 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 and if for example, like that last one of his last features that he did, Life of the Party was on Kanye's um, last album, Donda, like he shows you he's mm-hmm. still a high level lyricist, artist, like he's still at the top <coughs> level. There's no like drop down. He's still at the top level, which leads me to his flute album the 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 mm-hmm. blue moon the the new blue sun right mm-hmm. and i want to ask you guys this like how, how far are we willing to to let our artists veer because to me i know part Ooh. of the reason why like part of the reason why we he hasn't come out with his own solo album in terms of rapping is because he even said it too in past interviews uh, the pressure for him to put out a masterpiece you know when he's not 100 yeah. percent sure how to top like even a love below and now being at this mm. stage of his life, does he even want to deal with that pressure? So for you guys, like, well, are, are, like how how far are we willing to let our artists veer?
2: Okay, well, the, the toughest part is can you match your creativity that you had twenty years ago? Like you know him him playing a flute, like Andre playing the flute, is a safe bet because it's new, and he's can, can complete control over what that thing can be, what it sounds like. And how people respond to it. Whereas, if he has to make another level low speaker box album, I don't think it's in him because he took so much time off, and you know he's saying in interviews how like you know he wasn't feeling it back then. So I could only imagine where he is mentally right now. Yeah, and you know it's a shame. Honestly, it's a shame. But it, this is one of those things where you can't stop it and like just pop back on the boat. You can't. Like it's going to be different. And I don't, I don't personally believe that people will accept him being too different. Where as far as rap goes, they're they're expecting Love below, and
0: or something at, at least. I don't think it did least, yeah, least at least a somewhere level of comparable. Like, yeah, like, perfect example.
2: Of this is the Tribe album. I hate that album, man. I'll, I'll tell you that. On oh, the last one, my boys, I know them a long time. The last album, I hate it.
0: Yeah, yeah, and same here it Me too. Feel
2: right. Uh, I have all of the other albums on vinyl. I got special. I got all that stuff for the other album. That last album, I refused to buy them. I just I don't like it. Yeah. Now, I was there when the when they did the opening thing. I, right after Five died, I went to the funeral. Yeah. And they were playing in a Jeep, and I'm just sitting in the back seat like this is trash. When <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't see nothing, <laughs> everybody yeah. like, that's the greatest thing ever, and I'm like this is trash. Oh man, like you know the the feeling in in your soul, I, it just sank. Like mm-hmm. I, I was looking at my brother. Like, yo, we should go home, man. <laughs> like, that's my feeling. I was like, I didn't <laughs> want to go to show or whatever after party they're doing after this thing. I didn't want to see it. I'm like, this is oh my god. It, it felt it didn't feel right. Like it just felt like something was missing, like yeah. musically or it's, it's something was off. Andre's going to have that exact same problem. Something's going to be off, but he shouldn't though because he can still but rap, yeah. and they they still got beats. They, <laughs> Yeah. big boy's album Production is, cause, is phenomenal because
0: even big boys put out stuff solo stuff and this stuff is dope to your point right like even yes. even, even the purple all-stars the purple all-stars back yes. in the mid 2000s you could yeah, pop yeah, me yeah. in the hey hey you remember that, that <laughs> like all that like he was still putting out bangers. Yeah, yeah.
2: yes let's say like it's it's not a music thing i think it's a it's an energy thing like he's died it, like his heart's not in it so like no matter what, it's not going to be great because his heart's not in it. Right? He's not into touring anymore. He's not into you know just creating music like that anymore. Like his heart's not in it. So if he if he did do it, it wouldn't be right. So I think he's right not to do it.
0: And what do you think about it? are you allowed <laughs> No. Where I,
1: where I get nervous with it is um, when I first heard about it. Lauren Hill popped in my mind. And I mm-hmm. thought, I thought, man, I'm almost nervous for him with this because <laughs> not a Lauren Hill sitting down with a, a, a you know, a, like um, acapellas. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that, that has me, that has me, like, it has the same kind of energy. Like, this isn't the person that we, yeah, that we want to see. Like, they're just, they're putting something up, but this isn't the person we want to see. Like that, that mm-hmm. person's gone. And we got to live with the fact that that person's gone. I, that's the feeling yeah. I got. And I, and I've told Calvin this before. When mm. when I first saw the, the 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 barbecue party that Dave Chappelle did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I'll never know. forget that. When when Lauren Hill walked out on the stage, it I felt it in my chest because I felt like she always had this this light around her when she walked out on the stage. I didn't see that light. Like that aura was gone. She was gone for so long and it, it to me it's like that light around her was gone. That's what I'm nervous about with Andre. I feel like he's been gone for so long. This flute album is that is that light gonna be there? How is this aura shining? Because that aura was a rock was a rock yeah. star special aura. Is that is that I'm not saying it's not gonna be there, but I'm nervous. That it's not going to be there, and that's going to be heartbreaking because you know he, mm-hmm. he took us to a certain level that you cannot come down now. You know yeah, what I mean? So yeah. could he produce oh, yeah. that? Uh, you know, so I'm I'm hesitant to listen to it to tell you the truth because it's like I want to keep the Andre I know <laughs> in my head.
2: I, I listened to the food album. It's meditative. It's, oh. Yes, it's yeah. It's a hundred percent meditative.
1: That's what I figured. I figured. I figured I don't background. smoke weed, but I feel like yeah. when it's done, I'm going to be looking <laughs> for weed.
2: <laughs> you know, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, 100 percent. That's what it is.
0: Like, like, and like the spa centers and the massage <laughs> clinics is, is going to be litty. It's going to be popping. <laughs> 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 yeah,
2: yeah, but, but here's, the, okay, here's the weird part about it. Like the melodies and what he's trying to do is cool. Like it works. But because I know of him of uh, doing this other thing, I couldn't appreciate it, and so yeah. it, it kind of it bothered me. I, I was excited. like, excited. I listened to it. I, I downloaded it. And I was playing on the car, and I'm like, I mean, it's right. I mean, it makes sense. But I'm like, ah.
1: But it's, it's no Hill sitting on a stool with a
2: guitar. A hundred percent.
0: That's exactly
2: <laughs> what it is. So it, it kind of is, is disappointing. But interesting, mm. That's the way to describe it. it is interesting because it is it's it's unique, and I think the other fear is that they, a lot of people are worried that you know he's going to sound crazy playing the flute like he's going to sound like an amateur, but he's not right. He's not like Kenny G or anything like that. But like you know, he he is playing, and you oh, know yeah. he produced all the music, so like it's good, but it's not what I want, right? Mm-hmm. Because
0: we we still have that selfishness as fans that we want to hear him be the great lyricist and rapper that especially when he comes and teases us with features, right? Like you you he's that's doing what you features want. last year. <laughs> he's still he's doing rapping. features. Yeah, he's still doing features. And yeah. they're, again, they're still elite level. It's not like, oh like mm-hmm. that was this Andre. That's that's cool. It's like your your head is spinning by the time he's done his sixteen bars. Yeah. You know he's it, still putting out features and records so it's
2: not it's not like he's not capable. Mentally, he just doesn't feel like it.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, well, Keo, if you remember what the guy said in the interview when he said, mm. "You're basically like a like a Porsche parked in the in the garage."
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember the guy
1: told him that he was like, you're, yeah. "You're like, like, like you're still at a high level, but you're parked in the garage." I was like, "Man, that's a great way yeah. to put it."
0: He's 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 got mm-hmm. he's got he's got, great the, he's got the 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 car cover over the over the uh, the Panamera. <laughs> it hasn't been driven mm-hmm.
2: since exactly. 2018. <laughs> he, he can still do like 3.4 seconds on the quarter mile, but like he's like, I don't feel like it. I'm gonna take yeah. A bus. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's what he is. At. though.
0: That's what he is. Like there's yeah, yeah. artists that are still out that or older artists mm-hmm. that'll still come out with stuff, and you're like, okay, cool. But it's not like mm-hmm. you know, like even, I don't want to mention names, but like you still. You, there, there's certain mm. artists where you hear them and it's like it's still nice, but it's not what it was before. Even though it's still nice, yeah. but like with him, it's yes. like no, it's still like like I said, the life of the party. You go listen to the, to, to what he did on life of the party. You're like like even my mm. wife was listening to that and she was like, holy shit, <laughs> holy shit. What yeah. is he saying here? You know, and I'm like, yeah, like he's <laughs> he's still out of this world. That's the I think that's the part that mm-hmm. drives people crazy.
1: Mm-hmm. That's the part
0: that still drives people crazy because he's still at that level. But at the same time, it's like, is it still his responsibility to to give us a great album anymore? You know what I mean? Like, uh, like can we allow him yeah. to be who he's gonna be? Like did he not do enough without Cast to be able to be I, allowed to be him?
1: You know, and 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 can I talk about that no, now? he's right, still it, go for <laughs> okay. Like like I said, me personally, if Andre mm-hmm. never does music ever again i'm Mm -hmm. good with it you know i'm good with it because i'll compare it to to basketball i remember Mm -hmm. like us growing up in 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 basketball we're taught you have to always be at a certain level and when we saw nba players that weren't at a certain level oh he's a bum you know he's a bum and Mm -hmm. he's this and he's that until you start seeing what these bench guys life is like and you start yeah. seeing like how their families are taking care of this, and I'm like, "Yo, we call these guys bums. Shit, I want to be a bum." You know what I mean? <laughs> this yeah, is yeah. what a bum looks like. So, wh- what I'm saying, what I'm saying that to say this: these guys have everything in life. Their families taking care of financially. They can still mm-hmm. travel the world if they did the right thing with their money. They have royalties and stuff still coming to them, but because we think they oh, he finished too soon. You know, it's kind of mm. like the it's kind of like the um the Barry Sanders. It's like for yes. years. Yeah. We were ripping ba- I was I was almost in tears when Barry Sanders retired. Yeah. I, after a few yeah. years I was like, "Yo, this guy seems every time you see him in interviews, he seems like he's good. What am I? Yeah. Like complaining about? <laughs> he was here to give me something. Mm-hmm. He gave it to me. Who am I to tell him he was supposed mm-hmm. to give it to me to, to like, you know, pause. Mm-hmm. But who am I to say <laughs> uh, oh, God. Who, who, who am I to say he was supposed to do that until he's like eighty something? Mm. You not not yeah, you're all right. of
2: right. like
1: not all of them are there to to, to to keep on going, keep on going. So me personally, how my mind mm-hmm. has changed from I was like twenty years old you know, I feel like if he never does another album right now, I'm good because he left me with such so much catalog, like beautiful music. I'm mm-hmm. good. Like, you know, but I know people are still ripping him. Like, man, they left money on the table. You know how much people I here talk about that when they talk about Outcast? Like, Andre made them leave so much money on the table. I'm like, well, why would you say that, though? If he's done, he's done. He did what he was supposed to do. He, he had, You know, he fulfilled absolutely. his dreams. You know what I mean? You can't Idolwild,
2: like, that's like, this is six albums? And they're yeah. all with gold, they all went platinum? Gold,
0: like, platinum, I don't know, what, yeah.
2: how much do you need to leave on the table? Like, yeah. <laughs> as far as artists go, you have one diamond album and three plat- three platinums, one gold. Yeah. And, wow. and you're worried about leaving stuff on the table like that. That's
0: incredible, man.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and like, you know, Kyo,
0: every artist, and will you know, two, that two, every, two, every... Th- sorry, go ahead, Chris, go ahead
1: gonna say and 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 you guys know two powerful things that can destroy your legacy is well three um ego is one greed is another one and Mm -hmm. listening to the masses is the third one because all three of them could make you come out of come out of your house and go in a studio when you have no business going in there yeah and then and then so so now the the work you put out now is trash and you just Mm -hmm. basically like 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 shit it on something that was, that was, that was, that was like priceless. You know, it's, it's like once yeah, some, yeah. some of these guys, once they're done, like don't get caught up in those three things, just go away now, go do something else, be a businessman with your family, open up some, some, some companies, run something. Because if you mm-hmm. come back following those three things, your ego, um, greed for money or what other people are saying, you know, he finished too quick. Like, yo, he's got so much on the table. You might come back now and, and have people like shitting on you. Like, oh, you lost it. Yeah, yeah. You and know, that's he's trash. worse. Yeah.
2: Back, back with the album, and that's terrible. It kind of ruined everything that came out before it.
1: Oh, yeah. It's it, that stain it's on, kinda, uh, on stain, your ledger, yeah. right?
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I don't, I, people don't think about it like that, but like, they went out on top, and they didn't go out like kind of on top. Like, they went out on top. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was nothing bigger than them when they left. And that's incredible in itself. Like, it's one of the things, like, as a fan, like, I love their music and I'm selfish that I want more, but I don't blame them because, like, being an artist is hard. Hard, They don't appreciate how much work it goes to the studio, all the business stuff you got to deal with, and you got all all the snake people behind you trying to ruin your career and everything like that. Like, it's a lot of pressure.
1: Well, remember, we did a podcast one time, like, Mm-hmm. Uh, we, me and you were on, on Calvin's podcast one time. I don't know if you remember when I said, when I was involved when I, in a, with a record label, and I was mm-hmm. like, yo, I give mad props. Remember, I said, I said, Keo, I give mad props to people like you, producers and whatnot, because I was like, yeah. after about three, four hours, I was done. I didn't yeah, give a shit what was going on in that there. studio. My keys, my keys is going in my car. Y'all send me this is when when it's done, and I'll I'll DJ it. I'll spin it. But I was I was ten thousand yeah, miles really away from being a producer. So I bro. give producers mad props. And and those couple of years in, with the record mm-hmm. label made me even appreciate artists and producers even more because yeah. we shit on them. We're like yo, this this thing is whack. There's got only, like, two songs on an album. And it, what's what's, make an what's disturbing about it is these guys clocked so much hours. And then and oh, then man. the masses just shit on you so easy. You Do know it what hurt? I mean? I'll
2: tell you that it hurts when you put your effort into something. Just, just being in the studio for, like, seven, eight hours straight, mm.
1: listening
2: to the same song over and over. It's, I say it's well, see, I wouldn't know what
1: you're talking about because I'm usually gone by <laughs> hour two.
2: oh yeah i sit there and then i i want to go to the mix because i want to make sure they do it right and like it's just the whole process is brutal it takes a lot out of you and and then can you
1: imagine you hear somebody like people now yo that that thing is shit (laughs) trash like you know months later it's garbage and then they're like yo why does the artist take it so personal well spend some time in a studio and you'll understand why Mm -hmm. they take it personal
0: Like oh, yeah. fr- forget you know? fr- forget doing a or making a whole album, even writing a mm. song. Try writing a oh, song. My God. You know how hard it is to write a song. Try and, and a, and a, a song a and and, and and just and not even a song that like the mass is gonna love. Just a song, period. That mm. even somebody would be like, you know what, that's not bad. You know how hard that is to do. <laughs> mm. Like yeah. people don't realize that either. But but to your point, yeah, when yeah, you're yeah. saying like these guys were, and again, in doing the research, I didn't realize that album went diamond. Mm-hmm. Like every artist would take that career of a diamond album, Ooh. three platinums, one gold, you know, and one that was mm-hmm. just under gold, but still people love it. Every, every mm-hmm. artist coming into the music game, if you, if you told them that like, hey, you know what, you're gonna make six albums, but one of them's gonna go okay, your first album's gonna go okay, the rest of them is gonna go mm-hmm. platinum, one of them is going to go gold. One of them you're going to incorporate into a movie. And the other mm-hmm. one is going to be diamond. Every artist would take that and run with it. <laughs> but yet, like I said, as, mm-hmm. as as fans, selfishly, we're still like, mm-hmm. hey, you know what? This guy should have came out with or these people should have came out with like three or four more albums. But at the same time, yeah. like, for example, like like I'll say like Nas, right? Like Nas has been still putting out, he went through like a stream of consciousness the last like three, four years, especially during COVID and put out a lot of work with him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And those albums were dope. Yeah. But do we appreciate yeah. the same way we appreciate Stillmatic? No. <laughs> nope. I mean, nope. And, and again, I love Very those close. albums. I'm a Nas guy. I love those albums. Those those albums yeah, that came yeah, out yeah. during the pandemic were dope. They were fire. Mm. And and I mean, and he's probably one of the few that can still do that and still be relevant and still be dope but like most mm. artists still trying to put out albums today we don't appreciate it even though they're putting out great classic you know material and stuff that that adds to sort of the value to the catalog we don't appreciate it the same when they've, they've got to album 10 now you know so and so put yeah. out album 10 we're like yeah who cares you know what i mean but like that's an incredible talent when they're on album two and album three and album five we were like oh my gosh this person like i hope they never stop making music and then when they get to album 10 you're mm-hmm. like ah oh, who cares so so that's the thing yeah. like what <laughs> Andre are we still gonna appreciate it you know if he's three four albums deep into a solo career are we still appreciating him the same you know what I mean
1: yeah and, and I hear it people say mean, that, that like yo so. if if biggie if biggie was around oh my god the game would be like crazy he'd be doing this and then I'm like man you sure nah, man I don't because after after it, biggie's man. like fourth or fifth album let's say are you sure you're gonna mm-hmm. care for biggie the same way
0: and 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 so you even, care
1: and, about uh, him right now. You gotta and look even, at the track record for Puffy already, man. It's right. not good,
0: right? <laughs> He's for albums. And, and and even at the time when Biggie was coming up with Life After Death before he died, people were getting tired of the whole Versace, yeah, you know, the, all the champagne, all that stuff, and everybody was tired of all that that whole flossing that they were doing at the time. People yeah, were making also, fun of them. Remember Biggie the roots, roots. Everybody was killing them oh, for yeah, that at yeah. the time. But to my point, so, though, like people were already tired yeah, of that yeah, whole stuff. Yeah. And then he came out with the, yeah. you know, the classic, but people were already tired of him already. And, and, yeah, yeah. and he only did one album. So imagine album five. He, he benefited.
2: <laughs> I, mean, I'm not, I hate to say it, but he benefited greatly from dying for his last unfortunately, album. Unfortunately, I like the album. Yeah, I unfortunately, I, I agree
0: with you. Unfortunately, I agree you with be you. Clear yeah. here,
2: I love the album. It was a favorite album of mine, but he benefited greatly from dying. I don't think that album would have been it wouldn't have gone diamond for sure.
0: It, it, I think it, it still would have been a monster okay. though. I think it still would have been a monster. Yeah, yeah, you no, know, it
2: it, it would have done it would've done good, but it wouldn't have gone
0: diamond. Yeah. There's no way. Now, seeing that this is the fiftieth yeah. anniversary of hip hop and seeing that some of these legacy artists are back on the scene touring with some of their their shows, actually outperforming the new acts today. Um, which is crazy crazy, right which is which is crazy it's also a a little sad it's also a little sad too
1: yeah but it says a lot though yeah it says a lot i think that's a good that's a good sign i think that's a good universal sign man it's what it's saying is if you give people something that's on pure sometimes it comes back and slaps you in the face Mm -hmm. and i think that's what like the a lot of the new stuff i hate to say it but it's so hollow when people get the, the like the real thing it sometimes you get told what you put out was hollow, and I think this is yeah. a good example yeah. of it, man. Yeah, oh,
0: I yeah. think this That's is a, a good, good
1: example. Game. It's speaking. It's speaking to the to the new artists. It's like step your game up, man. You drift. You drifted off. You
0: you need to drift back. Yeah, because because <laughs> in terms of in terms of like concerts and stuff, the the old school's killing the new school right now. For the most, and part. murdering. They're, they're them right killing the old school right now. So they when, are getting murdered. Their bodies. No, absolutely. And and with that being said, when you look at Outcasts exactly how much money do you think they're leaving on the table by not performing together, not doing albums, but just performing their old, their, their catalog together? They, if,
1: pull if, 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 if they, if they came out and they said, um, if, if Dre came out and he said like, you know what? I don't want to do like two years, three years, whatever I want to do. I want to tour for a year. I, uh, I, it's over. Like yeah, it's over. Easily, he comes out easy. and he says, let's do 12 months, a 12 month tour. Jesus Christ! I guess the, I don't know what kind of money, but pack, yeah, packed, yeah, packed arenas like, yeah, easily like packed arenas. They don't have they don't have to do a new album. Take what take those six, yeah, just and let's like, the tour. Album and go, yeah, yep. Let's tour. It's let's tour lot. from those six. I think, man, yeah. what. I know, I know I'll know. i be like, you know, fish fighting somebody to get to that, <laughs> to get to that, that Ticketmaster outlet, <laughs> you know, especially how I yeah. never saw them. And now I get the chance. What? That's the thing.
2: It's like, it's right. like Michael Jackson, where like there's a lot of people never saw him in person. That would, if he, they could go to a show today, they would.
1: Yeah. I mean, yep. I mean, I got blessed. I saw him. He was mm-hmm. younger. So I saw the Jackson five, mm-hmm. but still, at least you're right. I could yeah, say at least he I saw it. saw it. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. saw him. But like the ones, yeah,
2: yeah, like never saw like
1: if he did if they did that uh, we'll we'll do Mm twelve months like Andre's like you know what I'm gonna commit to twelve months let's Mm -hmm. see how much cities we get hit in twelve months um, covering the six albums oh my god like Jesus (laughs) not to mention (laughs) like Europe so yeah
0: Europe is huge oh my gosh Europe they would would love to go so oh Europe would be insane
2: they 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 can put out a concert movie like Beyonce and Taylor Swift right now and crush it, like just crush oh, yeah. it. Because you got look, oh, yeah. look at all the interest that Andre's getting for him playing the flute alone. Like that's mm-hmm. just, that's insane.
0: It outsold like most hip hop albums, that. actually. Yes, I think I think he I got that message a from bl- you, Chris. I think that it outsold most hip hop yeah. albums. And he's now the
1: imagine twelve, twelve, a twelve-month tour. I would love to <laughs> to see what certain places in Europe would look like. Jesus Christ!
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They would have like, to do at they, least that two would shows be stadium. He'd have to do. They'd have to do two shows in Toronto. Yeah,
2: to do a couple. Absolutely, got to do a couple here.
0: Yeah, I know. I
2: think it would be Rogers Center. I don't even think it would be ACC. Oh, it would be have wow. to be in a bigger venue.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yo, you th- so you think it's stadium? You don't even think it's like arena. You think yeah. it's stadium? I mean stadium. Well, and Europe they, for they sure. Did, um...
1: Like Europe for sure, stadium. Like, hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. Like North America, I think some regions, yeah, I could see it being stadium. You you know why? What's the show they did? The
0: last show? No, nah, I'm not even sure. But it didn't go well, though. Um,
2: right? Yeah, that's that's the one he was complaining about. But it was that was the one he was just in the desert. I think it's in California. Okay. And. They headline the, the show and everyone's losing their mind over it that that's what it would be like every city you go to it would be, be a festival
0: thing.
2: yeah easily but because e- you got all of us got money now like <laughs> you think we're not gonna go to the show come on man <laughs> 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 we got it's jobs true. and mortgages we're it's going true. to the show
0: <laughs> and we would have went back i then, wonder how they get- change we just had a little bit of change <laughs>
1: <laughs> I wonder how they can get Andre to to man. You get Andre to sit down and commit to that. Don't commit to a new album. We don't yeah, want a new it's, album. It's like you know, we dude. don't we don't want right. to pressure you for a new album. Let's see, knock out twelve pants,
2: months. Just get out there, man. Yeah, I saw the that one would tea. be <laughs>
1: geez, That would be absolutely like you know, because it, it hurts my heart every time. To the point now where mm-hmm. I don't pay attention every time I hear oh the Fugees performed. Outside, I'm like uh, I don't yeah, get yeah. caught up with that <laughs> yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. i been my heart's been broken so many times. I'm like, ah, uh, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So, but but if they can pull that off and commit it, you know what I mean? Like that would be, a, be wow. a hell of a show.
0: But it's wow. inter- it's interesting though because like the Fuji's and like Tribe before them, right? Like and countless mm-hmm. countless other groups. Because man, you're talking about your heart's been broken, Chris. My heart shattered mm-hmm. when, when I <laughs> when I when I saw Daryl Hall getting a restraining order against, no. against John Oates for oh publishing rights. Like yeah. That broke my heart. I'm like, yo, Hall and Oates is beefing. How's Hall and Oates beefing? Yeah. <laughs> like that. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that that got me. I was like, nah. I, I don't, I'm like, I was hoping I could see them in concert one more time. You're t- you telling me they they beefing? Like restraining yeah, order beefing? I was go to see Hollow Oates before of man. Course, let's see, yeah. go, of course. Of course. I'd fist fight you Straight for the up. tickets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, you're right. That hurt. When I saw yeah. that, that hurt. Like that hurt, man. I was like, mm. Come on, man. Hollow Oates, like, come on. Reading it, the whole the whole all the sentences just right. felt wrong.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah Just don't feel right. Like, yeah. Like, it's like childhood on, right man. there. But like I said, like yeah. like try before them, like ego usually destroys mm-hmm. these opportunities before they get to fully bloom, especially post career and especially within a climate where artists are not making the same amount of money that they used to. But mm. Outkast is yeah. unique because this isn't due to beef. This is not due to any of that. They just can't get Andre in the mindset to perform on stage still boy
2: they talk to each other yeah, they just don't want
0: to go perform want to perf- well it, well he uh, i think it's it's he doesn't want to perform i think if it was up to big boy yeah. they would they would walk yeah tour they tomorrow. would they absolutely would be out there they, they'd be touring tomorrow they tour tomorrow yeah they would tour tomorrow and, and and again it's funny it's not like big boy doesn't have anything going for himself like recently mm-hmm. um he he came out with a show called the, the big rv remix so that was yeah I think it's, it's 10 episodes on hulu i think it's going to be on a and e I think in the spring of 2024, I actually got a um, couple of uh, a couple that we know, me and Chris know, that those friends of mine, mm. they're one of the 10 episodes. They actually got featured oh, in uh, one of the 10 episodes. Yeah, I'm actually, uh, <laughs> we're going to be doing a podcast in about a week or so. <laughs> so like after okay, this I got one. Forward but, to yeah, but like they, they were actually on Big Boy's show. You know what I mean? So it's like, so mm-hmm. to, to, to your point, like he's still doing shit. Like he's still doing big things. But at the same yeah. time, it's yeah. like at the heart of it all, he's still a musician he 's still a rapper at heart, mm. you know who wouldn't want to see these guys yeah. perform like I think they're leaving a few million at the table minimum but again it's it's not due to the normal things where it's like beef and these this one's not talking to that one and I just watched a documentary on on, on little brother uh, the other day or yesterday, mm. and i mean i mean they're they're a much smaller group, but like they were beefing for years, you know what I mean most groups that's what's causing rockefeller mm-hmm. what destroyed rockefeller <coughs> ego beef mm-hmm. you yeah, know what i mean mm-hmm. like yeah I mean, lots of these groups all beef and or record labels they, they, they can't as as a success grows somebody wants to take responsibility for the success they want to get the lion's mm-hmm. share of of the hand claps you know what i mean as i like to call it but this yeah. that's not their issue here Their issue is they can't get andre in that mindset to be on stage. It's like he hit this new phase in his life and he just moved <laughs> past- it's like- a, a, that was like his old life and he just moved past it.
2: No, but when you're that creative, it's hard to maintain that level of consistency. Yeah. Like as a like a painter or something like that, to just keep them going 30 years after the fact. Because it, they had, what, a 20-year break? 15-year breaks? It's the last yeah. album?
0: More, yeah, more, yeah almost been most years, yeah.
2: So these guys were performing close to 30 damn years. That's insane. So yeah. to keep doing that as a grown man, like, you know, I just got both of them got gray hair. Like, I know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they were older when I was in high school. You yeah. know I'm saying? like They've they been here for a while. Like, I get I get Andre's feeling of, like, I just don't feel like it. And, and the other thing, too, about it is that they don't need the money. So yeah, that's you're a right. huge factor. You're right. That's a yeah.
0: huge factor. They're not desperate for they're the They're not
2: bill. sweating it. They're not sweating being famous. They're not sweating getting back in the limelight. Not worried about money. It's it's a different thing for them. So uh, they have the yeah. luxury of saying like, I'll, "I'll retire. I'm good."
0: Yeah,
1: and and hasn't he made comments like being famous sucks? Like, yeah, there's nothing good about being famous. It's like he's he 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 thinks being famous sucks. He's like. Everybody knows you. Want to know you? And he's like, you know, sometimes you just want to. You don't want to be famous. And I'm like, yeah. When you when you're thinking like that, you're not gonna be in on this on that stage oh, yeah, long. Yeah. You're here for he's a short living term. His best
2: life in Japan right now, man. He's living yeah. his best. life. He's walking down the street with the flute, and Japanese people don't care about him. So he's, he's doing great out there. Like that's a, that's, a, I don't blame, that's incredible. I don't blame him. <laughs> I don't blame him.
1: You know what's funny? You Keo, know, back in the days, that's mm-hmm. how a lot of artists used to feel coming to Toronto. Yeah. I remember yeah. a lot of artists used to say they love coming to Toronto because they can just go shopping. They can just walk the mm-hmm. streets. Nobody knows them. They're just, You know, I had somebody that used to do security for a lot mm-hmm. of the top artists. He used, to, he used to be their bodyguard. And he said mm-hmm. a lot of times he would take them places. And I remember him giving me a story one time about uh, Denzel. And he said he took Denzel mm-hmm. to a restaurant. And he goes... Uh, there was a group of black women on the table right next to them and at no point because he was wearing a baseball cap that they even realized it's Denzel Washington <laughs> sitting next to them. He said they would have tore that restaurant up, and nobody. Oh, yeah. He said oh, on the way out, I think he said some white girl said, "Wait a minute, aren't you Denzel Washington?" He just smiled, <laughs> you know, as they strolled out. But he said, "Guys like him, he used to watch Jordan." He said mm-hmm. Michael Jordan, same thing. They would, they were just. Put on a baseball cap and stroll the street because they they just yeah. want to be left alone. They didn't want to be yeah. celebrities. It's ha- It's a hard life to live, man. People yeah. don't realize it. Oh yeah, you I don't. Know? I
2: don't think that's the case here anymore, though. No,
0: it's, those it's not. It's not. That, not quite case. that way now.
1: <laughs> but yeah, yeah no, but I mean, a lot I'm of it too is social, social media too, right?
0: Yeah. Well, because people it, want it, more want to be famous
2: than than because they don't create. They'll create havoc trying to be famous.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. or, trying to or getting viral. that viral clip of somebody that is famous. Yeah. Like being yeah. being famous, that currency now that that trafficking of of, of currency now is 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 even mm-hmm. the demand for that is even higher than before because because of social media. Yeah,
2: yeah, mm-hmm. it's even. And they're higher fortunate now. to skip all that. Yeah, at least during the prime of Outkast, they they skip all the social media stuff.
0: Deal with MySpace, right? <laughs> they think had, to, they had to Worry about really. They had to, to deal with Black Planet. They had to deal with uh, Baller <laughs> alert They had to deal with none of that stuff. <laughs> they had to deal with none of that's that. True. They skipped that whole era. That's and They true. were good. They were too And even when that, that time came, they were so above that, like it didn't touch them anyway. So they mm-hmm. were good.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and
1: maybe that's the what makes one. them <laughs> even more special because they they didn't have to deal with social media and have to fake shit. Just to yeah. stay current. Because you know, we're we're so busy chasing numbers sometimes. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's like people don't wanna know that the average day is boring. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's a sin go, to go, let go, people like, know the <laughs> truth. Yeah. The truth yeah. is the average day is boring. There's nothing going on. So now we gotta make up shit. Let me go slap such and such just just mm-hmm. so we can get more views. You know, mm-hmm. but before I slap such and such, we we're sitting down just looking at our at the pool, like, oh, what are you gonna do today? I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, no, you're right. Or you're, or
0: you're, you're, saying, or you're right. literally on the couch watching uh, the Dark Knight Rises, or or, or uh, the Dark Knight. You're watching, you're watching the the Joker Batman yeah. with Heath Ledger. You're just sitting there with popcorn yeah, yeah. eating that. That was your day. You're having a a, a Chris <laughs> Nolan Batman marathon. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's what you're actually doing. But no, we're gonna yeah. we're, mm-hmm. we're gonna show you flossing your Jordans and showing your your Patek watch. You know what I mean? Like you were doing mm-hmm. that instead.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those yeah. days. They got they got away from all that stuff and it, and it kept the purity of the magic that they were here to bring. You know, I think if the, I think if these guys were around now, I I don't know if we get the same kind of magic because of social media, man.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, there's a good and bad in it. There's a bad in social media. It forces us us to try to
0: be who we're not. Yeah, it's true. It's 100 true. But with that said, selfishly, oh, yeah, I would love them to demand. I would love them to. to I would too. To do show, <laughs> saying.
2: If they Jeez. could do it, I, would be, I wouldn't be like, no, don't do that. It's going to ruin everything. Like, I'm like, go for it.
0: Absolutely go for it. I would yeah, be happy. But here's why, Keo, it's not, not to cut you, Chris, but here's why, Keo, when you said that this would be mm-hmm. a stadium thing, it made me think because I'm like, think of who <clears throat> they would bring on that show. If it's a stadium, yeah, mm-hmm. they're, they're bringing, they're bringing Killer Mike, they're bringing uh, um, Goody Mob, they're bringing CeeLo Green, they're bringing mm-hmm. um, who, who, who am I thinking? Rattle off some names, but there's, there's some names you might, you might see, you might see, you might see Q Tip, you might see Most Def, you might see, yeah, you have count, to, there's countless but you, people you might see, you gotta bring you might like, see TLC out there, like, they
2: they might, you, yeah, TLC. yeah, you might see
0: TLC, it would be like that.
2: Definitely some more southern people, but still, like it, mm-hmm. it would be crazy. Like the Dungeon family, like Slim Calhoun, all those guys would be there, and like UGK, like you, UGK, you would have
0: to bring yeah. out a lot of other people.
1: UGK, too. oh my god, I forgot about that. Well, too. I
0: mean, mind Jeez. you, it would, it would just be a uh, Bun B, UG but UG's still, Tim C, but oh yeah, Bun B, yeah. UG's but yeah, UG.
2: you're right. But if me say, like, it, there's a lot you could do. Yeah, that that could that be a stadium, stadium because stadium of that. Standards. Yeah,
0: yeah, easily. Because think of all these shows yeah. that you that you that you're seeing now that are out, like not even just mm-hmm. hip hop, but even like R and B. Because I remember, I remember, in, um, I think last year when I was in Florida, I saw a commercial come on TV, and they're like, "New edition back on tour." And I'm like, "Okay, cool." Like you know, you've seen them on, you've seen them go back to back on tour, and then they they, they mm-hmm. said with well, special guest Guy, and I remember I literally sat <laughs> <stopped>, up, I actually <laughs> stood off my my cousin's couch, and I'm like, Guy. The guy <laughs> <laughs> and I actually literally was on my phone like looking like oh okay are they gonna be near Toronto do I gotta go to Vegas like <laughs> like already I was like whoa whoa, whoa, wait wait hold on hold on they, they said guy mm-hmm. wait is it all of guys or just like Teddy Riley like wait it's all of guys <laughs> you know so I'm like so so mm-hmm. that, that's what I'm thinking of the possibilities of like them doing a, mm-hmm. a stadium tour like you can get these acts to come you know what I mean? Like look mm-hmm. like look look for example, like um I know in a recent interview, Killer Mike and he had to retract his statements, but he said he heard he heard an album with um with Andre 3000 rapping and he's like, yo, he's like, bro, mm-hmm. the material is like it's stupid, it's fire. I think he's coming out an album, and I think he had to retract the statement. Right? Mm-hmm. But it's funny, there's a there's yeah. a there's an online theory. This guy I follow, I think it's Artemis Gordon, I follow on um on IG, but he's like he thinks there's a theory that like there's actually an album maybe coming in the works, and we're not saying this is true, but he's saying he said because uh. he said if you follow Stevie Wonder, because back in the '70s, you know Stevie Wonder was reigning, right? And uh. after he came out with um, Songs in the Keys of Life, <laughs> he came out with mm-hmm. um, what was the album that was all it was like um, a, a, the life of secret life of plants or something like that. He came out with some album that was like in- an instrument type of album, yeah, all that stuff. And he said back then people like pissed on it. And then he came right mm-hmm. out immediately with "Hotter Than July," which is another banger, classic.
2: yeah, right. Banger.
0: So he's he's yeah. like he's like so he's like there's a theory that like he's doing this to give you this meditative stuff, and then he's gonna hit you with a with a with a what a with an album. Right? A Everybody's just gonna just go apeshit crazy, like if mm-hmm. Outkast or Andre Three Thousand, like either or. If I wouldn't say Big Boy because he's he because he's had a solo career, but like if outcast yeah. and or andre 3000 was to do like what beyonce does and just you wake up tomorrow and wait a minute why is twitter going crazy oh there's an actual andre 3000 album that would take over <laughs> the next two weeks especially for right. fire it, it, this mm. flute album broke the internet <laughs> like this, this thing alone and he's just the playing internet. the flute He's just playing the flute, and, so, and, so if he came out and, spin, and, and, and that's because of a curiosity, because nobody uh-huh. knows what to think of it. Uh-huh. You know how well much yeah? tracks is on that? I think it's, it's like six t- or five. Is it that much? It's short. Yeah, it's, yeah, not, it's like it's not, five or six.
1: Not not okay. Yeah, because yeah, I'm like, well, how much flute
0: could you hear? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> but, but but that's my it's thing, though. Jazz. Like like if if I'm Andre 3000 and I and I had a secret album in the works or Outcast or whatever it was. Say I would say 100000 just because, you know, Three Stacks, just because he hasn't come out with, a, with his own solo album. If he was to do that, I would do it like Beyonce. I would do it where I just, or like how D'Angelo came out with his last album. You just wake up in the morning or drop it at midnight, you know, six in the morning, boom, here's an album.
2: Yeah. Nobody, yeah. there's no
0: promo, there's no, ex, you know what I mean? You just came out with the album. Yeah. That album would yeah. go yeah. through the roof, especially if like the lead song is fire. That's it. It's over. It's a wrap. Yeah, it's done. Could you
1: imagine? So, listen. You know that guy. Um, uh, I think his name is D One. D One. Okay.
2: Oh, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about.
1: Yeah, the yeah. light skinned brother with the locks. I was watching him in an interview today, and this just came to mind. He said something that I was just like, man. It's like I think that is such a great idea because I I often wonder about things like this. He goes, um. Um, that like we get ripped off. He goes, as artists, we get ripped off by all this streaming stuff, man. and He goes, yeah. the album that I'm that I'm putting out, you could only get it on my site, because he said the kind of money that I guess the the, the streaming companies. I don't want to you know name, name say any yeah. name, but yeah. he's like <laughs> how they give us like this percentage on the penny. He's like, you know, you could yeah. listen to my whole album, and I I can make like three cents. It's a joke, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So he says, you get it on my on my website and you decide what you want to pay for it and he said and because of that there's people that paid like a thousand and and i'm i thought about it and i was like wow yo imagine if somebody like outcast did something like that mm-hmm. like there's only one place you can get it they put it they, they come back together and they put out a, a, a banger and there's only one place you can get in that's like at outcast.com
2: yeah so um the- this is a comedian uh that did that. He got canceled. And he basically he put out a, a comedy album on his website, and that's the only way you can get it. He sold mm-hmm. like five or six million dollars worth of thing from this just doing it on his website. Just by
1: himself. No middleman. Yeah, Cut out the no middleman middle basically. They have the him. power. They have the power right now yeah, to do shit like that. A lot, a lot mm-hmm. of artists have the power to do that right now. Like, oh, forget yeah. these streaming companies, man, and just get it from my site. End of story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You decide. You could pay five dollars for it. You could pay five thousand for it. And there's people that that would drop. Like he said, people paid like mm-hmm. a thousand for it. They want the album, yes, but they want to make sure your career keeps going.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I think yep. that's it. that's. I love to hear things like that. So imagine an outcast comes in; they do something like that. You can only get this album though on Outcast, you know, dot com. Let's say, I think that would be mm-hmm. incredible. Yeah, you know what I mean.
2: I agree. I agree.
1: Like incredible you start
2: streaming stuff. Don't put anything yeah. in streaming. Just go right on. That, yeah, the only website that's all you get.
1: It would be amazing. I think a lot of artists need to go that route. I, I'm one of those guys when, when. When people t- started talking some years back about like YouTube and how oh, YouTube, you can make so much money if, you're, if you get so much views, this and that. I was the mm-hmm. guy sitting back going, but you guys don't realize the same way people are saying we're finally getting rid of the record labels. You went back mm-hmm. to something that's a record label. Yeah. Because there's a middleman between you and the streets. I'm mm-hmm. like, I, I, I never understood that whole movement. You t- we're trying to get hits and stuff. Somebody's a middleman between you and the street. So going, again, going back to Outcast, I think that would be incredible if they were to go that route, if they wanted to come out. You know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. It's funny oh, yeah, yeah. because, because um, Black Star, most definitely to live quality, that's what they did. I think last year, I think it was last, last year they came out with an album and it was on, I think it was on Luminary. You can only get it on that streaming uh-huh. app or, or, the, or that website. I think it was a streaming app. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Luminaries, is a streaming app. So I think that's uh-huh. that's where he, that's the only place you can get the the Star album. So I don't know what they made from it. I don't know what the numbers were, but I knew you that you like, don't
2: have to sell much to make money. No,
0: then that, that's the whole point, right? So that's what they did. They did they, mm-hmm. it's. You can't get it anywhere else. That's the only place you can get it was on mm-hmm. Luminary. So you paid whatever, ten bucks, twenty bucks, whatever mm-hmm. it was for it. That's the only way you can get it. <laughs> yeah. And, and and if you had that app. Right. So, uh, so I mean, there's ways, there's ways to do it. But I'm just saying, like, I think he's he's still that big, or they're still that big where, like, if if they decided to come up with new material, or or, or most Easily. likely he did, especially him, I think it would be a wrap. It would, it would, it would go through.
2: It it'll be, it would be for the money. Then they, they would have to do it like that because it, it, they don't,
0: they they're don't need it.
2: successful. They don't need the money. Yeah. So, like, even doing it that way, without needing the money, it would still be successful. You're not looking at them like they're desperate, like all oh, these guys are on the they're 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 screwed. We gotta help them out, <laughs> and you go fund these yeah. broadcasts. like you you're not looking at it like that. you're looking like, yo, this is some art over here, and i get I get a chance to own part of it right like it's uh it's a unique thing for them if like, they're in the best position to put an album out right now <laughs> like, mm-hmm. honestly, yeah. And it would win because the 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 recognition is ridiculous that they're getting right
0: now, and or the tour, Mm -hmm. and or the tour, even if it's not an album, if like the tour itself would be like again super successful. Mm -hmm. But it's again it's all on it's really all on 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 three stacks. It's all on him. It's all on him. If Mm -hmm. he decides to do it, it's over. Like they're they're making money hand over fist, and as an older group Mm -hmm. at this stage now, you like. As much as the, the like I said, the old school is raining. They would be one of the few, like one of the old school groups that would really be raining, right now. Mm-hmm. Like really mm-hmm. be raining, and like and, and again, it wouldn't. Uh, to your point, like I could see the stadium status stuff at least in some some cities because of that alone. Oh, yeah. Like it would just it would just it would just be bananas. Like they started they started out from the twenty twenty four. for sure. Yeah, oh my god i think the to, south to, to, for be sure. on, to be honest they can sell I would, out think,
2: medlife stadium in new york they can sell that
0: out but I I, I I tell you what though if they were to come over to tour i think i would actually have to go to like the south to go watch it i would go to atlanta to watch yeah, it i'd rather the go there just, just to cast the vibe of that whole energy <laughs> with that you mm-hmm. know what i mean to see it in the south would be different than seeing it up north just because you know they belong to the south right so that energy is going to always mm-hmm. be a little different it's like it's like seeing mm-hmm. like Nas or somebody like that at Madison Square Garden or Jay Z or yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah. It's a, the energy is a little different when you're back home or you're back in that region. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's that, true. So I, I guess be like seeing we'll, the ATL, the what's the Mercedes? What, what's the, the Mercedes Stadium? There, yeah, right what the
2: what a Yeah, that would be crazy, <laughs> bro. You know, oh, yeah. to, like, that uh, stadium. bro,
0: that stadium sold too. out for for Kanye's listening. Party for donna hey, no. when when he wasn't even <laughs> rapping, you was just playing it with a mask on his face. <laughs> That'll re- so imagine sure if i casted a whole album, a, 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 a whole concert.
1: I can't Absolutely. imagine. That
0: would be nuts. Would be I nuts.
1: can't imagine, and even down here in Florida. Jesus mm-hmm. Christ!
2: Yeah, yeah, they they was from out Florida. Yeah, they was like that out.
1: Jesus. Easily. They would, they that would be them. that would be absolutely Jackson, insane.
2: California, there's a bunch of places they could go still out.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah, that would be insane, man. I I couldn't have imagined that. That would be absolutely <laughs> insane. Oh my god,
2: but that you- wanted to happen, man. You guys got me hyped up, man. I wanted to
1: happen now. <laughs> <Shoot>. <laughs> but hey before... gonna have you, we're gonna we're gonna coming off this pissed off lary man, <laughs> Foundry, man.
0: Like, <laughs> wrong with gang, you guys know? like, put down the flute man pick up the mic pick up the mic. you know
2: <laughs> Dude, they're probably on his neck right now like yo rap man just rap A little mm-hmm.
0: bit. like just, just <laughs> please give us something but you but you know mm-hmm. we'll 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 wrap up here but uh but brothers thank you for 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 hopping on this podcast as always. You know, like I said, the the, the oh, thank the, you, man. The conversations are always enjoyable it. for me, man. When, when we when we <laughs> the three of us come together like Voltron,
1: uh, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> man.
0: Thank you for checking out the latest edition of the app podcast, and special shout out to DJ Chris Nice as well as DJ Keo for coming through and having this Outcast conversation, uh, breaking down their classic double album. It's a great body of work. I don't think you can truly ever deny that personally, and it further represents exactly why this duo is among the greatest ever in hip hop. They changed the game in so many ways, and this is also a trailblazing project that we just had to discuss. Um, Thank you for tuning in to the show. Speaking of which, you can check out Chris Nice's Grooves and Rhythms mix Show, which is on today if you're listening on Friday and every Friday from 4 to 6 p.m., Go catch your vibes with them and set your set, set the start of your weekend right. And you can check it out on my lime radio, which once again is my lime radio. You can catch that at my And you can also check out my catalog over at SouthShurav.com. And make sure you check out all of the past shows, including the latest edition of Memory Lane. And hit the like and subscribe buttons wherever you listen to podcasts, including the aforementioned five stars. Alright, so once again. For DJ Chris Nice and DJ Keo, this is Cal C. And you just tuned into the latest episode right here on Sash Radio. All right, until next time, peace. We out.